This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site there for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Wow, what a day. The Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011. Today was pretty epic, I must say, with uh, Buzz's bigger gay dance party. Last year, I slept through it, and I was pretty bummed about that. I, uh, you know, For whatever reason, I was too tired. I just couldn't make it out. Uh, got some good sleep last night. I've been here. We've been here all week, by the way, in case you're just tuning in. We're at Porkfest 2011, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, porkfest.com. It's still not too late to get out here. There's a full day of activity scheduled for tomorrow. So if you're in the New England area or are going to be tomorrow, take the time to get on up to Lancaster, get up to Rogers Campground, and join, I don't know, a 1,000 or so? It's hard to say how many people are here. They're just crawling all over the place. Uh, Liberty-loving individuals are here, and uh, they're just such great people. It's such a good time. There's nothing quite like the Porcupine Freedom Festival. We'll tell you more about what's been going on today, uh, but I want to introduce our special guest hosts for uh, the moment. Mark uh, Edge has decided to uh, go and do whatever. I think he wants to go to the, the, the gay dance party. He didn't get enough uh, earlier. And so we tried to get him up on stage, but he wasn't game for that. Uh, but joining me this evening, Larkin Rose is on the third microphone. Good evening, Larkin. Howdy. Thanks Damn. for having me. And no problem. Always a pleasure. Also, Stefan Molyneux, the philosopher king, uh, is is here with us. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, sir. It has been too long. Uh, good to always have you uh, on the program here uh, tonight. So, Larkin, did you get a chance to drop by the Big Gay Dance Party tonight? No, I was recovering from a rant I gave earlier. So, what, was what was the rant pretending about? Pretending to be conservative. So, tell, me, tell me about the rant. Uh, the rant was basically about uh, when you look out at the rest of the world... It's easy to see the people who are still statists and still advocating that we be robbed and controlled as enemies. But really, for the most part, they would be our allies. They just need deprogramming. Mm, yeah. um, so the theme was basically deprogram or defeat, defeat as the last choice and making them realize that if they want to be consistent with their moral code and their own interests, what they have to do is stop playing the game of run to the guy with the club and control your neighbors. I think that's a great topic for discussion. It kind of rings true with me because I used to be of the mindset that, you know, these government people are evil, but I don't think that's true anymore. I think that they're human beings. They've got feelings. They've got families. They've got uh, wants. They've got needs, just like everybody else. And you're right. They've just been misled. They've been brainwashed, and they've accepted a bill of goods as something that is valid, and it's completely inhumane and immoral, and they need to be let know that. And I think we can defeat them in, in, in a peaceful manner as well. We can overwhelm them with peaceful numbers of people non-cooperating, not paying their fines, not obeying their diktats, and just simply refusing to go along to get along anymore. I think that would be pretty effective at showing them that, uh, well, we're not going to take it anymore in a very peaceful manner. Exactly. And seeing them, even the ones with badges and guns and who like to club people over the head, and realize that they were duped and lied to along with their victims, too. And it's, it's sort of hard to keep that in mind if you happen to be the one whose head is being bashed in by the sure. baton. But, yeah, absolutely, we have to keep in mind that these people would not be like this, with maybe very rare exceptions, if they were not duped into thinking that violence is okay when it's law. And thuggery is okay when it's authority and government. 
I think it is also important to remember that there's a real vulnerability. It's hard to see when you're looking up the masters with the clubs and the bombs and the aircraft carriers and the debts. There's a real vulnerability because the master is dependent upon the slave for his sustenance or her sustenance. The slave is not dependent on the master. And so there's a great terror of the independence of the slave is robbing right. the master of his very existence. And that's a terrifying state to be in, to they be must so be dependent. Afraid. Yeah. They must be. If you think about it, I mean, if you look at the, the bureaucrats here in New Hampshire, for instance, they all know about the free staters. They talk. Uh, so even the ones that don't live in places like Keene or Manchester, where there's a lot of kind of no, non-cooperative, uh, disobedient action going on, the word spreads around. Uh, these guys watch Dave Ridley and the Ridley Report. Uh, I mean, they make comments like this. They they go to our websites. We know we can see their IP addresses coming from the the city of Keene. Uh, so they're paying attention. And for those that aren't getting the message, and some of them must be. They must be wondering what's going to happen. They must have no idea how to really deal with this because their only tool is violence. And when they can't get violence in return, which is what they're used to, that's what they're trained for, then it's, what, what, what do we do? We don't know how to, to, to deal with this. I mean, they're completely blocked out by non-cooperation and civil disobedience. Right, right. And the, the good news and the bad news is that as much as... You know, even freedom advocates, even including me a lot of the time, as much as we look at the people wielding power as the big scary enemy, the truth, and this is the good news and the bad news, like I said, is that all of their power comes from their victims imagining them to be legitimate. Mm -hmm. yep. You don't need an election. You don't need a revolution. If their victims just said, wow, you're just thugs. We're not going to call it law. We're not going to call disobeying you crime anymore. We're just going to walk away then the tyrant suddenly is no longer a tyrant. He's just a control freak sitting there by himself thinking, darn, I guess the game is up. You know, there was a, uh, I was in um, Florida recently, and there's, have you ever seen these, these tubes where people, they pretend to skydive with these giant fans mm, yeah. blowing up? Have you ever mm -hmm. seen those things? And I was looking at that. And it looks like my kind of skydiving. Yeah, <laughs> with, the, with the teddy bears at a pillow. Right? <laughs> but uh, it, it sort of struck me that the state, because I don't know, my mind works that way, right? So this giant fan was blowing this guy who was just doing yeah. all this. But that's the state. It's only held aloft by the giant updraft of people's beliefs, right? Turn that thing on. It's just, uh, turn that thing off. It's just going to fall. And that really struck me as a, as a powerful metaphor well, for where things are. That's all the state is. It's just a belief. It doesn't actually exist. There are only men and women who are willing to use violence against their neighbors to get their way. So there is no state. I mean, it's just an idea that people have been, pro as you say, programmed with. Right. When they, when they hallucinate authority, not only the lawmakers, not only the law enforcers, but their victims, when they hallucinate legitimacy, that's what makes there be power. I mean, I made a little video called The Tiny Dot, which demonstrates the statistical difference between the video. victims of the thuggery and extortion and the ones perpetrating it, we outnumber them a gazillion to one. Is it 900 to one or something like that? It's even worse than yeah. that, depending on who all you count on their side. But it shows that it's the victims imagining an obligation to obey that's mm -hmm. all of their power. If that goes, it all goes. There's no big giant Godzilla you have to overthrow. Right. We're imagining it. Stop imagining it, and it won't be there.
That's why I am constantly encouraging people to take baby steps into the realm of non-cooperation. I realize it's not right for everybody. Some people, you know, they've got kids. They're too just they're, they're too afraid to step into that realm. But those folks can support. They can, you know, take care of somebody as they go to jail. Take care of their dogs or their cats. Uh, you know, have their kids come over and feed the dog. I mean, that's fun stuff for for families. And so I think there's a there's a role for people that can't participate in that. But the more people that can, uh, even Mark, our, our, my normal co-host, he uh, recently refused to pay a speeding ticket. And he took him to trial over that. Now, he ended up losing uh, the, the trial, but he's also attempted to take parking tickets to trial. And again, this is non-cooperation. He didn't ask for the tickets. They came after him, and so he just non-cooperated and you know, basically became a stick in the mud for him. Uh, but they did drop one of his, I think, just one parking ticket, Mark, or two? One or two? One. One parking ticket, but he's not the only one. They've dropped these things before trial. They don't want to show people this. They don't want to have an audience of people in the courtroom seeing people say, yeah, I'm going to take this to trial, and I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions that you're not going to like to, you're not going to want to answer, and we're going to expose you for what you really are in front of whoever else might be in the courtroom. Right. Even if they can club you over the head, whether it's a fine or throwing you in a cage or something, Imagine if all the people just said, well, you can do that to me, but I'm not playing your game. Yeah. It would instantly become not worth it for the tyrants to do anything. Imagine if every person, instead of groveling and begging for forgiveness when they get some stupid little fine for mm-hmm. some citation or something. It wouldn't even take every person, Larkin. I think 10% would be a, a huge burden yeah, on even them. A, even a significant minority would just crush the system if people just went yes. in and said, I'm at least going to stand here and tell you that what you're doing is evil, and if you go ahead and do it, that's okay, but there's 8,000 right. people lined up behind me to do the same thing. How long do you think you can keep this going? But that's one of the challenges that I was thinking about. I got emailed by somebody yesterday just talking about the number of Americans on food stamps now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's huge. It's like 50 million. It's a monstrous, monstrous figure. And, uh, of course, the baby boomer is going into retirement. So the problem is, as the system begins to collapse and its cracks really begin to show, there's more and more people dependent upon the system, which is scary. There's more coming up here. 800-259-9231. We're live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011 edition with uh, Larkin Rose and Stefan Molyneux sitting in with us. It's free. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes feed the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up anything you want. Maybe you've got a question for our special guest co-host here tonight, uh, Stefan Molyneux from freedomainradio.com. Larkin Rose from YouTube channel, YouTube slash Larkin Rose. Did I get that right? Let me turn your mic on. That would help, huh? Try again. Yep, you got it. And that's all one word, youtube.com slash Larkin Rose. Yep, and that's L-A-R-K-E-N. Excellent. And that's where folks can see the video you were talking about earlier with the dots. Can you talk a little more about that? Yeah, it's just a very simple, I find actually sometimes the most simple videos are the things that get people thinking and paying attention. Mm -hmm. It's just a very simple animation that shows the statistical difference between, for example, the number of people in Congress and the number of people who give them lots and lots of money. Mm -hmm. And it's just uh, the victims of the extortion just hugely dwarf this tiny little dot of extortionists 
And if you add in their actual thieves, everyone at the IRS, it's still a pretty darn puny dot demonstrating that we don't do this because we're all scared. We do this because most of us feel a moral obligation to bow to the stupid little dot. Your thoughts are welcome. 800-259-9231. So we're talking about the people that call themselves the government and deprogramming them over time. And I think that getting activists together is so much the critical part of this because where I come from, it was like pulling teeth to get people to come out and do something. Just even something as simple as an, as, uh, as an outreach booth, going to a gay and lesbian pride fest or a gun show or uh, the, the county fair. These are all places I've been, and I've had great results of reaching out to people uh, with the ideas of liberty, people very responsive to it, taking things like the world's smallest political quiz. And like at gay pride fest, you've got liberals and libertarians. That's where people score. At uh, the gun show, you've got conservatives and libertarians. So, I mean, it's, it's predictable. And uh, people seem to be interested. They take materials and they never manifest. They never show up to a meeting. They never show up to any, you know, they, maybe they get on the email list, but that's about, you know, that's about it. And it was just so frustrating. Then I heard about the Free State Project. I made the move up here in 2006. I'm glad I moved when I did. But if you can't, if you haven't moved yet, man, move up the, the plans. I mean, how many people in this room tonight? We're here at Porkfest 2011. Uh, how many people are here for the first time? If I could get a show of hands, that's about half the room, maybe a little more than half the room. How many of y'all are going to move to New Hampshire someday of those who've raised your hands? Not too shabby, about 33, uh, maybe 25, 33% of the room there. Uh, people, are you going to move your plans up because of Porkfest? Uh, is this going to be something that, uh, has this affected you positively in your, uh, your view of how things are in, in New Hampshire? Has this affected you positively? Okay, people are, are excited here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And, of course, more folks will be coming in later. Uh, it's just an amazing event with the, just the nicest folks. I mean, just, you can't beat this. They're so honest. They're so friendly. <laughs> It's just, it's just a great event. You guys keep coming back here, so that must be a testimony you know, uh, to uh, how great this is. It's something that we, we talked about last year, but I think it's really true, is that there's no better place to leave things behind than Porkfest. Like, I keep wandering around with a video camera because I forget that everybody's so video here, right? And so, yeah, I was left my video camera everywhere, and my wife's like, oh, do you think it'll be okay? It's like, if there's one place in the world that yep. you can leave property safely, it's with a bunch of libertarians. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing to be around people who treat you like an equal and it doesn't mean you agree on everything or like the same things or you might have drastically different views on a bunch of different things but what makes it so comfortable is you know that nobody here is going to go home and want to club you over the head with the state and make you be the way they want you to be mm -hmm. they don't mind you not being like them yep well we imagine that that's you what it's all about we all want to be free, and I think for a lot of people, freedom is like a slutty mistress you keep in a motel down, down, downtown somewhere. And it's like, I'll go visit her on weekends when the wife called the state is out of town. But, when, nobody's uh, looking, when nobody's looking. But here, this is like the slutty mistress convention. And uh, so everyone's bringing their slutty mistress. We don't have to hide her downtown in a cheap motel room. And I think I've really worked that metaphor to death. I saw a lot of that, actually, at the big gay dance party That's just right. a few uh, moments ago. If if this is a, if you could see Ian's outfit here, you, you, will. you realize why it's a radio show and not a, there, a TV show. There are plenty of videos and photos uh, that were taken down there, and that's where I spent the, like the entire afternoon. Uh, Buzz's bigger gay dance party, a huge success. In fact, there's going to be another uh, dance party. I think what like an electronic music uh, fest kind of party uh, tomorrow night. But that's essentially what Buzz's uh, big gay dance party was. The dance music didn't stop. 
And uh, so, like, we've actually got two competing events here. Now the guy that's putting together the dance party tomorrow night has something to live up to uh, with Buzz's big gay, a bigger gay dance party here today. So, uh, wow. It's just overwhelming how much of a good time this is. Not too late to get here. Porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. But as I was saying, as far as deprogramming these bureaucrats is concerned, there are, I think, different ways that this can be done. Numbers are an important factor because if you've got numbers, then you can't be ignored. If you're just the lone guy, as I was once upon a time, holding the, whole, uh, the honk if you hate taxes sign on April 15th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. out in front of the, uh, the post office in Sarasota, Florida, you get your picture in the paper, you look like a kook, and, you know, that's it. Yeah, lots of people honk. Lots of people right. wave. They love. You know, there's one lady that uh, she yelled out her window, honk, honk, because her, her horn was broken on her car. <laughs> So they loved it, but they don't do anything. So we have to get the doers together. We have to get the people who are willing to take a little bit of a risk, who are willing to make a move for liberty, have to get them together in the same place to concentrate activism. We've seen it working thus far here in New Hampshire where things have happened that I could only have dreamed of. I mean, I originally thought, man, it sure would be cool if we could have like a, you know, an open cannabis uh, smoking thing happen in New Hampshire, and I thought this is years. I thought this is years off. It happened back in 2009, late 2009, where over 130 people were in Little Keene, New Hampshire, in this downtown park, right in the heart of uh, Keene. Every single day, people were there. They were, you know, smoking cannabis. I was blown away. I thought I wasn't going to see this until we had a thousand plus people in New Hampshire, and we weren't even close to that at that point. And, and really, it was mostly locals. That was really what was most interesting about it. Is the activists got it started, and then once it caught on. You had maybe 90 people that were locals and 15 that were the activist crowd. So it's interesting. Yeah, and I think there's, there's a big inertia against doing anything in your life that's different from what you know because there's the mm. unknown, and everyone's terrified of the unknown, and they sort of think, well, I'm going to keep doing what I always do, and I'll get the result I always get because who knows what's going to happen if I like join some movement or, mm. or think, heaven forbid. And... That, yeah, well, if you want the most comfortable, predictable thing, go volunteer yourself into prison. But if you actually want good society, you actually have to change things for the better, which means change what you do and change what you think, or at least see if you should. And so it's, yeah, it's scary for everybody. I think people don't get that most activists didn't say, I'm going to go do something dangerous and yeah. hazardous. They realize something has to be done. So they try something. And some people try things that don't work. Some people try things that do. But just being able to try to step outside your box and say, I wonder if I can make things better. If everyone did that, even if they had no idea what they were doing, right. things would get better. Yeah, a lot of people move to New Hampshire having no idea what they're doing. And that's okay. As long as your intention is to get active, you'll find something. There are people here who are creating activism opportunities. They put the word out about it, like, you know, Saturday we're going to do X, Y, Z. Come on out. And then... You don't have to lead things, and most people won't ever be those, those people that, that are the instigators, so to speak. It's always probably going to be the 80-20 rule in effect. As much as I'd like that to be 60-40, it, it is what it is. And so people are going to create things. You can get involved. And if there's something you've always wanted to do, this is the place to create that. If you've always wanted to do a TV show about liberty, if you've always wanted to you know, do outreach at the military recruiting center, or whatever it is we're talking about, this is where you can do it. You put that idea out there, and people say, wow, that sounds cool. I'm going to jump on board with that. Whereas back in Sarasota, Florida, it was like pulling teeth to try to get somebody to show up to do anything. It's a totally different world up here. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. 
You already know that you can support Free Talk Live and the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund by starting your Amazon or New Egg shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But did you know that you can also spend bitcoins at Amazon or New Egg? That's right. Start your Amazon or New Egg shopping at spendbitcoins.com and you can buy just about anything with bitcoins. So if you're using fiat currency, start all your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But when you want to spend bitcoins, start all your bitcoin shopping at spendbitcoins.com. That's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. We're here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Porkfest 2011, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, porkfest.com. Go there, learn more, learn about what Porkfest is and what it will continue to be because if this is such a huge success, uh, this week has been even bigger thus far than last uh, last year and inevitably they're going to bring it back yet uh, to announce the dates of Porkfest 2012, but I'm sure that we will have that information at some point, we will let you know. And, of course, Porkfest.com, the place to go for all the details, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Get your butt up here if you still can, if you have the opportunity to come up to uh, northern New Hampshire, the beautiful White Mountains. We're here at Rogers Campground. It's been a little rainy the last couple days, but that has not seemed uh, to have stopped the party. The fun continues on. People are in here just as they've been uh, throughout the week, and it's just been a blast our number again, 800-259-9231. I want to remind you that if uh, you want to get your liberty message to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece, you can do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different liberty sayings. Check them out and let your voice be heard. Libertystickers.com. In fact, uh, for those of you here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, you'll notice we do have some bumper stickers up front here. You're welcome to grab those. Those are courtesy of Liberty Stickers. You can get some idea for what their print quality looks like. I think they're pretty nice, as a matter of fact. So joining me uh, here in the studio tonight, Stefan Molyneux from freedomainradio.com and Larkin Rose. YouTube.com slash Larkin Rose is his channel. There's no other website, right? That's like what I should be giving out, Larkin. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. There's also LarkinRose.com, oh, which is even easier. And you can link to the YouTube channel from there, I presume. Um, no, because I'm completely incompetent. Okay. <laughs> What's on LarkinRose.com? Blog, blog posts? Uh, lots of articles for free, and you can get books from there. And it, okay. uh, There's lots and lots and lots of free stuff to read. You need to talk to one of these web, web geeks. I mean, New Hampshire is full of web people, and yeah, they could gotta, totally do that for maybe you. Maybe I can coerce a few into serving me. You might be able to ask nicely as well, and uh, you'll probably have a whole bunch of people step <laughs> up. Uh, but Stefan Molyneux, you know what? Uh, I don't think our listeners who, who are brand new to the show would know. What is uh, Free Domain Radio? Why don't you give us a quick uh, synopsis? Uh, well, there are no quick synopsis on Freedom Aid Radio. No, so it's uh, it's a philosophy show. It's the largest philosophy show in the world. Uh, we're close on 30 million downloads, so over 6 million video views, and uh, over 10,000 message board members. So uh, I hope you'll check it out at freedomainradio.com. Free books, free videos, free yeah. podcasts, commercial free, because uh, that's the way I choose to roll it, so to speak. And uh, I hope people will check it out. I, th- I think they should. Uh, and it's you know philosophy sounds kind of dry, but you are a funny dude. Like you've, got a, you've got a good sense of humor, and you're going to need one uh, tonight because Stefan Molyneux is going to be facing... It's tonight, right? Did I get that right or is it tomorrow? Uh, it's tonight, it's tonight it yeah, tonight. 9 p.m. Stefan Molyneux is going to be facing the gauntlet of uh, some of the most, I guess, entertaining and hilarious uh, liberty-minded people in this uh, 
this movement. Jamie Crane from Wheels Off Liberty is one of them, and it will be the very first annual, I believe that they're calling it the Liberty Roast. It is. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm going to be roasted. So uh, I've never actually been to one of these roasts. I, I don't think I can make it because I'll probably be on the air, yeah. uh, but I'm sure someone will be videoing. It's going till midnight, so really? after the show, okay, yeah, please I will come stop by. by. Because uh, apparently there's a lot to make fun of, and they felt three hours God. was barely going to scratch the surface. It's but it's going to be it's, it's going to be three hours of the most highly compressed bald jokes that you're ever <laughs> ever likely to hear in your life. So, so come on by and uh, and don't miss that if you're here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And if you're not, I'm sure somebody's going to videotape it. Odds are good it's going to pop up on your YouTube channel or something like that. Yeah, with a huge amount of bleeps, it. I believe. <laughs> so you don't have to bleep on YouTube unless that's your oh, that's thing. That's true. Yeah, no, that's mine. All right. So, hey, you found something in the news. Okay, so listen, this is interesting. So uh, this is just from today from the New York Times. Sorry, I have to do that every time I say the New York Times. The House dealt a symbolic blow to President Obama on Friday. And isn't it nice? A symbolic blow. No, no, it's nice to have a blow to a president that doesn't involve an intern. That's nice. Uh, Oh, oh, that's just low. It's a cheap shot. A low blow, I might say. Anyway. Blow the belt. So uh, they resoundingly rejected a bill that would authorize the contentious operations in Libya. But it muddled the message somewhat by also turning back a measure. Soldiers, their enemy combatants, in order to bypass the War Powers Act. The music, by the way, usually means we are not on the air. Uh, we may not be on the air, but usually when the music fades, it means we are back on the air. And I'm sure my, uh, my board again. operator will. Uh, so just a quick recap here. What we're saying is that uh, the government people have uh, essentially told Obama, you can't do this with Libya. You need to stop this. But here's the money to do it. Go ahead. Yeah. So, it. OK, under the 1973 War Powers Act, I think it's within 60 days of starting the war. They have to get it past Congress because apparently the Constitution doesn't mean anything anymore. And so, but they just redefine it. So he says, well, it's not a war, it's just hostilities. You know, we're just throwing cream pies at each other and mean jokes. And that's, that's the way that we're doing it. So they just redefine things, like they, to get past the Geneva Convention, because sure. violations of the Geneva Convention should put the senior members, senior political leaderships in jail. They say, well, we're not dealing with enemy soldiers, we're dealing with enemy combatants. So it's just, a, they right. just redefine it's things. It's a new legalese term. Yeah. And uh, anybody that's actually attempted to understand their laws has run into this. Because when you read their words, it looks like English, but it's actually legalese. They're English-looking words that have completely different definitions. In this, they have these legal dictionaries where it'll tell you things like, well, the word person is a corporation. So it's, also, it's a human being. It's a flesh-and-blood individual, but it can also mean a corporation, which is a file folder. That's also a person. Now, that's, I'm sorry, not the definition of person to me, but it just goes to show you that it's all about their world, their terms, their language. I can't possibly be expected to understand any of this stuff. I, it's impossible to, to come to – first of all, it's impossible to read it all. Secondly, it's impossible to even understand a small portion of it. It's, it's nuts. Right. I, I heard a very profound thing recently, and it took me a second to get it. Somebody said that Confucius was asked, if you were put in charge of government, what's the first thing – you would do, and I, I won't get the quote right first because I don't speak Chinese, uh, but it was basically I would make, ha- make words have their proper meanings, which seems like a really weird, like, uh, that's your public policy. But if you look into it, all of statism is about lying and saying things as they aren't. We don't call it 
theft, we call it taxation. We don't call it thuggery, we call it law. It's all about changing the meaning of words to make evil sound good and that start to finish this, or, the whole or game. failure right Euphemism. so so yeah if you have uh, you know the kids are failing in school all you do is move the bar so that you redefine failure as success or you teach the test or, grade on a curve yeah grade on a curve it's like wow we're not failing we're just moving things it's crazy right. so uh, so in this particular case it's, a, it's this is a perfect example of this I mean, these people have no interest whatsoever in, in stopping these hostilities it's all just as you, as it mentions here symbolism it's uh, it's essentially something they can point to and say look i did what i could well in I order to, yeah could. in order to bypass the war powers act they have to say that the the uh, attacks on uh, on in libya are not hostilities they're not Hostility. So it only leads us to guess what is in those Tomahawk missiles. Teddy bears. Tea party. Tea, tea party, party activists. Uh, uh, we don't know. Because it's not hostile, without a doubt. It's, uh, maybe they, they go and they burst into giant bouncy castles for everyone yeah. to play into. It's hard to guess. But that's probably why you're not getting a lot of footage on the ground. <laughs> not hostilities. No hostilities in those Tomahawk missiles. It's amazing. Toll-free number here tonight for you, 800-259-9231. We're at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. If you want to talk to Stefan Molyneux, he's here. Also, Larkin Rose uh, joining us. So what did you guys do today at uh, the Pork Fest that you thought was, like, the most outstanding thing of the day, just ignoring the rest of the week uh, and the other things that have happened? Well, I missed a bunch. I woke up to the sound of bellowing moose in the middle of nowhere 30 miles west of here. What, wait, what, what? You're not camping out here? You're, you're elsewhere? I, We're back I, to the slutty mistress topic, I think. I, yeah. <laughs> no, there's a moostress. I do not <laughs> have a moostress. <laughs> we actually own land. We haven't moved here yet, oh. but we do have land to move on to. We don't have a house on the land to move into. So you don't have to pay for the camping fee. You just so, well, we actually paid for a campsite, too, because ah. we like it so much. Um, but, yeah, we've been commuting to the middle of nowhere. So I missed a bunch today, but... Um, there's always tons going on, and whatever you get, you miss 12 other things at the same time. Mm. But got to talk to lots and lots of cool people already. Lots and, of new faces, too, right? Yeah, everywhere. And lots of thinking people. It's a very disturbing concept to be around people who like to talk about things that matter and like to think about things that matter. And in most of the world, that's really weird. Yeah. It's a, it's a great intentional community, and it's just going to keep getting better year after year. Not just Porkfest, but the Free State Project, bringing liberty-minded people to the same place, getting active, and achieving liberty in our lifetime, or as much as damn possible. 800-259-9231. More with Stefan and Larkin Rose in a few moments. Your thoughts as well are welcome. 800-259-9231. This is Free Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Porkfest 2011. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there free. Listening options are available. 
We've got broadband and dial-up streams, so around the clock, whenever you want to hear the latest episode of Free Talk Live, you can just go click in and tune in uh, that way. You can also learn about the 105 great radio stations that air this program throughout the week. You'll get details on that, plus our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio. we got two different channels up on XM, as well as our KU Band free-to-air channel. Uh, plus, we've also got listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance, and our webcam, which is not going to be very much good this week because we're at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, but the audio is still there, so you can go and listen over at cam.freetalklive.com. But if you can go to listen.freetalklive.com and get your details on all of that, that's listen.freetalklive.com. And if you're on medications, uh, you might be getting your meds at a local pharmacy, and if so, you're paying too much. Uh, there is a better way, and that's discount prescription services. They'll get you your meds at discounts as high as 70%, and they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com, click Become a Member on the left side of the page. The customer service is excellent, and they'll walk you through every step, and you'll save big time. Meds.freetalklive.com. We're here at Porkfest 2011, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, just having a great time. Is everybody enjoying Porkfest 2011 thus far? Yeah. That's what I thought. Stefan Molyneux also joining us from freedomainradio.com. Larkin from LarkinRose.com. Larkin Rose is, uh, is with us. And as always, guys, I always appreciate the, the perspective, the, the viewpoint. Uh, I think you guys are some of the most respected thinkers in the, uh, the liberty movement. Who are you calling respected? Both of you prolific authors as, uh, as well, and I think that's, uh, that's fantastic. So I don't know what, uh, what we were talking about. It doesn't matter. We're, talking, we're here at Porkfest. And it's okay if you can't remember anything at the uh, the end of the day. So uh, let's talk about what actually happened today. I'd asked you, Larkin, what your favorite part was, but, Steph, I don't think we got to your answer on that. Well, my stuff's pretty dull because I'm here with my wife and, and daughter. So, uh, There's she's, family she's things, two and though, a half. Right? Yeah, be- great family stuff. My daughter uh, painted herself uh, many, many colors, which was All very right. exciting. And then we watched her just slowly drip down in the rain. Uh, and uh, I, I, I love seeing the parents here. I love seeing the kids here. Uh, this is a, a free and happy and great group of kids, uh, conflict-free, bully-free. Uh, so I think this philosophy, which we aim at all of the massive government regulations, you know, it's important to take nonviolence, non-aggression, turn it inwards within your family, raising your children with respect. I mean, it's just a wonderful place. I, I don't see as many great kids anywhere as I do here. And that, to me, as a parent, is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I agree with you. The, the kids in the Liberty Movement are really, a, they stand out. And I think that's because a lot of them are likely going through homeschooling slash unschooling, where they aren't uh, being thrown into, you know, the, the ring of public school with all kinds of dangerous uh, people and people that uh, they really shouldn't be around. And I think that uh, the, the fact that they're around adults more often actually encourages them to act more adult rather than being surrounded by kids. But what do I know? I'm not a parent. It's just my observation. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the radical notion that instead of taking your kid and throwing them in instu- into an institution to be trained to be a human, viewing them as humans already. They don't know much. They can't do much. But you live your life as a good human, and they see, and then they do the same thing. And for some reason, that's drastically radical to most people but that's maybe how humanity should be since we're talking about kids in school i've actually got a a piece here that i mentioned the other night but we didn't get into uh, the details from big bear lake california and msnbc.com students at a california high school been asked just asked to turn in their yearbooks after a photo was discovered inside the book of two students possibly engaged in a sex act according to authorities San Bernardino County investigators were notified Tuesday, and uh, high school employees and detectives began collecting the yearbooks in the mountain community at uh, Big Bear Lake, uh, 70 miles east of Los Angeles. 
The background of a school dance photo shows a 17-year-old boy's hand inside the clothing of a 15-year-old girl in a way that suggests sexual penetration. So it's not an actual pornographic picture. It's What is he, Wolverine? I mean... <laughs> the photo was taken at a dance, and the suspect and victim aren't in the focus of the photo. They're in the background, and likely they didn't know they were in the photo, according to the sheriff's spokesbureaucrat. It apparently went unnoticed by the yearbook supervisor, the person who looks over the uh, yearbook for any offensive photos. But the scandalous picture didn't escape student notice after the yearbooks were distributed. Uh, according to the bureaucrat, you know how you look at a photo and don't notice what's in the background. Then it's, oh, my gosh, look at what's going on back there. <laughs> Authorities said no one has been arrested, but they released no other information on the boy and girl. Most students have returned the yearbooks for editing, which involves covering the suspect photo with another page or another photograph. Detectives were contacting students. And remember, it said in the beginning they just asked them, but hmm. They were contacting students who haven't turned in yearbooks with a warning that they could face a charge of possessing child, child pornography. porn. Wow. So if I understand this correctly, in the U.S., it's encouraged to have the army go to schools to sign people up to be paid to kill killers. Yeah. yeah. But one student touching another student's boob, perhaps blurry, out of focus, probably mm -hmm. half behind Waldo, that is absolutely Unforgivable. Right, kids, this is a felony, you having this photo that we gave to you. We gave you this yearbook, and now we're going to threaten you with felony child porn charges and a lifetime on the sex offender registry because you have a picture of two of your friends maybe doing some sort of groping underneath clothes. Which they did in front of you anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can see it live, you just can't photograph it. It's just the the utmost of absurdity. This is and this is not the end of this story. As far as this is happening all over the place with teenagers doing the sexting, where you know they're taking pictures of themselves in uh, bra and panties or underwear or completely naked or having sex or whatever it is they're doing. And it is one of those things where you're 16, you're 16, the age of consent is 16, but you can't be photographed uh, doing those things. Or a 13-year-old will take a picture of a 14-year-old. Both of them will be charged because they're both victimizing each other, apparently. Uh, I mean, it's just there's no end to this. It's becoming so common. The new, it's, it's becoming not even newsworthy anymore. It's like, oh, yeah, another school, another picture, another, you know. We've threatened all the kids. One of the recent ones was they were threatening kids to uh, delete a certain picture that had been sent around the school from their phones. Or else we'll charge you with child pornography. Now, whether they have actually charged anyone with child porn after these threats is another question. But there have been incidents with just not with the, the picture going around a school, but with just, you know, the, the boyfriend-girlfriend. Uh, taking sexy photos of uh, of one another and exploring as teenagers are uh, you know typical that's uh, kind of a teenage thing they're horny and they right. got hormones don't, and... don't do that till you're in public office then it <laughs> yeah exactly so I don't know if you've got any thoughts on that would love to hear from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is there actually anybody that that can look at this story about these kids with a yearbook photo and say to themselves, yep, yep, that's the way things ought to be. We need to be cracking down on this. This is the kind of a country that I want to live in. Well, it's, it's all about creating false dangers and ignoring real dangers, right? The real dangers to kids are the deficit, which they're going to have to work like uh, donkeys to pay off. It's uh, the wars. Uh, it's, it's the government. It's taxation. It's the amount of people they're throwing in jail. The U.S. has the highest per capita jail rate yeah. of the world. More than China. And it's more than China now, yeah. and it's approaching the levels of Stalinist Russia. Mm. That is the danger that the children face, not 
a phone camera. That is not the yep. danger. So it's all about you know, create imaginary dangers. Look over there. Look over there. That's where the real danger is. We've got shadows of monsters on the walls. We won't look at well, the, the hands scary, making them. The scary story that they try to tell the young people and their parents is, this, kids, this could ruin your lives. This picture of you naked on the Internet could ruin your life. As though there aren't 20 million other pictures of other people naked on the Internet. That What is the big deal? How is this going to ruin Sorry, anything? Sorry, let me just check. I need to count uh, <laughs> I mean, because just, that's quite a claim. There so. are so many naked pictures. I mean, there's no shortage of this. The idea that you're going to even be identifiable necessarily compared to all of the other naked teens uh, online is absolutely absurd. And threatening to put them in a cage isn't going to ruin their life, right. apparently. Yeah, it's because the there's no sex charge. in prison. Uh, so they're not going to face any danger of sex. And you know, Don't take a picture of him in the shower, because otherwise we'll put him in uh, prison where the showers are just handshakes. And, well, and there's pants. no cameras in prison. Oh, okay, no cameras, right, right, yeah. right. No record of it, so that's okay. Mike is with us in New York. We're going to go to your phone calls. You can bring up anything. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Stefan, and Larkin Rose. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. Um, I'm just hey. listening to what you're saying and realizing how insane our society is, uh, more severe society. But, uh, you know, there was a case in New Jersey not too long ago where a 13-year-old girl took a picture of her own body and then was threatened by the cops for possession of child pornography. Yeah. So to me, that's totally ridiculous because she owns her body. She can get naked anytime. Does that mean just by being naked she's in violation of child pornography? Good question. I mean, it's clearly the photo. I mean, they have to have some sort of evidence. Otherwise, it's just in people's imaginations. Well, I think the next step is to charge your hand with rape. There you I go. think yeah, that's exactly. where we're going next. That's, you know, and, and what it's going to get is a good spanking. And I think that's, uh, no, don't film it, though. Whatever hey, you do. thanks, Mike, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. It's at nice how we get callers as soon as we start talking about naked teenagers. That's all it Everybody takes. just wants to call in, you know. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. Hour number two is next. Stefan's going to join us for the uh, next half hour until he has to run off to his uh, his roast. He'll be roasted here tonight at the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011. Hour two. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You may dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. You actually get to control the content of the site. So if you see something online that you think is interesting, you can submit it, whether it's a news article or a YouTube video or a blog post. You submit it to freetalklive.com as show prep, then other listeners can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike. It's actually voting that's valuable 
uh, they can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. And the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the site. Many more people are likely to see them, and we're more likely to see them and talk about them here on the air. So go over and get interactive uh, at freetalklive.com. We're here broadcasting live from the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. It's a uh, foggy day with a little bit of rain, but that hasn't dampened the activities. People are still having a blast here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And we've had quite a variety of weather this week. It was beautiful the first uh, three days, and then it uh, became a little rainy. And I don't think rain is ugly. I think it's actually pretty in its own uh, way. And so come on up here. The fun hasn't ended yet. It's going all the way through Sunday at around noontime. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on tomorrow. Uh, but today, uh, lots of things happened, including Buzz's bigger gay dance party. It was an event that started up last year. Um, and became even larger uh, this year as, I don't know, what, maybe 100, 200 people kind of came in there. I would say probably 200 people over the whole time that I was there, which was for the entire three, four hours that it, that it was going on. Uh, I've never really been uh, much of a dancer, but uh, broke it out today at the, uh, the Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party. Of course, it helped that I got paid for it, which was kind of nice. You got up on this box, and you start dancing, and people come and hand you silver and Federal Reserve notes. I mean, it's pretty good. Oops, sorry, man. I keep turning off your mics. Go ahead. When they uh, say uh, pay you, do they mean they just, like, stuff it in your gutter? Do they totally. put it in yeah. your thong? Is that, well, it's yeah. hard to do that with the silver, but, yeah, the dollar bills, <laughs> they were definitely. That's what that clinking noise was. I could hear it all the way up in my hotel room. It was beautiful. So lots of people were there. It was a blast. Um, and, of course, there have been uh, speeches and panel discussions. Yesterday there was the Made the Move panel where people who have been here for a while uh, were talking about their experiences and, and getting here in New Hampshire. You think this is a great community. It is. If you've been here to Porkfest before, you know exactly what it's like. If you haven't, you owe it to yourself if you love liberty to come up and check it out. But obviously we don't all live around each other. We're spread across New Hampshire. There are hundreds of people who've made the move as part of the Free State Project, but it's all across New Hampshire. But in any given area, especially down around the southern part of the state, uh, it's a little more populated there. In any given area, you're looking at dozens of, of, of activists that are in the area, and there's a large social movement. Uh, we had uh, karaoke happen here a, a few nights ago, and karaoke is a very popular thing in, uh, in Manchester and in Keene as well. We do it on a regular basis, and there are all kinds of regular social activities. We've had people uh, come to like the Keene Activist Center and, and cook for the other activists, so people can come in and you know, pay five bucks for a meal and you know, get a full meal and not have to worry about doing the dishes and not have to worry about uh, all the stuff deal you have to deal with by going out to an actual restaurant. Of course, they're not worrying about paying for licensing fees or, or uh, health, uh, health inspectors or anything like that. And it's, 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 there is a real community of liberty-minded people here. It goes beyond uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. I don't want people to get the wrong impression. We don't get together and party for a full week every single uh, you know, week down in Keene. Uh, but there are plenty of occasions to, uh, to get together. And it's something like, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced. Where I come from, I had a handful of friends. Eh, you know, they were friendly maybe to the ideas of liberty, but they weren't uh, going to get active necessarily. And I would hang out with those handful of friends eh, every so often. Here I can do more social, uh, more socializing than I can stomach. I mean, there's so much to do. It's, uh, it can almost be a little overwhelming. There are so many opportunities to get together and, and build bonds with these people who are going to be your friends and neighbors and family for the rest of your life. If you're moving here as part of the Free State Project, this is a lifetime project. These are people that you've got to create these bonds with. And then when something happens or the state makes a move and aggresses, then you've got an even tighter bond with these people instead of this just being the random schmoes that show up to the Libertarian Party meeting and bitch about politics uh, for two hours every two weeks. And that's where I come from. And this is like a completely different world. 
what's it like where you guys are at? I mean, Larkin, I don't know where where it is you live. I know you own property in New Hampshire, but you haven't made the move thus uh, thus far. Right. We're in Philly suburbs, and unfortunately, the birthplace of liberty is also the death place of liberty. Mm. So for the most part, it's it's statist around there, and it is. There's a big difference, you know. Thanks to the internet, people like-minded people can get together even if they're on the other side of the world. But there's a big difference of being here in person with a whole bunch of people who think people should be free. It's basically we get a tiny little experimental glimpse of what humanity should be and mm. what it could be. And it's not that we all think the same things. I think it's a, it's a big thing that, that should be emphasized that there are you know very devout religious people yes. and there are the crazy hippies and there are all sorts of different viewpoints, different personalities – and we don't get into fights, and we don't steal each other's stuff, and we don't beat each other up. We get along just fine, no. even when we're very different. And they and understand. That's what humanity ought to be. The one thing that they understand, and I think you touched on this last hour, is that they allow others to be free. They may not agree with Buzz's big gay dance party, but they allow it. They don't call on a SWAT team right. to, <laughs> to right. break it up. Exactly. Because they don't want anybody calling a SWAT team on their church, or they don't want anybody calling a SWAT team on their marriage, or whatever it is that, that, it is, that it's important to them. And similarly, the people at the Big Gay Dance Party don't want to force their dancing uh, ways on the, you know, the Baptist. I guess Baptist dance, don't they? The Baptist dance? One of those, one of those religions actually does dance in uh, church. But, uh, yeah, and it's just, this is, you can actually see peaceful coexistence of very different people in mm -hmm. one place here. Yeah, it's, it's uh, time travel, right? It's like a way to go forward uh, 50 or 100 years or however long it's going to take. It's a way of going into the future, getting your sustenance uh, and then going back to wherever you are if you can't stay for whatever reason and uh, having enough to live on for quite some time. You know, I feel like a camel at an oasis. You know, <laughs> go drink up and then I go back to the frozen socialist wasteland of Canada and uh, I can eat my own hump uh, all winter. That's my... Uh, that's my way of saying it. Well, you're not the only Canadian here. We had uh, Kevin Innes on the program last night. Uh, he just got out of jail after spending 23 months uh, in prison because uh, he dared to use gold and silver as an alternative currency with the, the Liberty Dollar. Uh, so is it a ba as bad of a police state in Canada? It seems like the cops up there are a little nicer. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're a little uh, they're a little nicer. Uh, the, the challenge in Canada, of course, uh, to some degree, is a healthcare system because mm -hmm. um, you know access to waiting lists is not exactly access to healthcare, and there are literally millions of Canadians who cannot get a doctor. And doctors discriminate, I think, uh, because they want young and healthy people who they can say, yeah. "Here's a prescription, go away," rather than older people who may have more complicated health issues. So, you know, Canada is a good incentive to work out and eat well uh, because mm. you you know you don't want to get sick uh, and uh, you know I'm, I'm, my doctor's great and you know when you need that emergency care it's there but uh, it's, it's a really challenging system for people who've got more chronic ailments and so on and uh, I mean I remember I had a little medical procedure done it took me two years to get it done literally wow. took me two years now, from beginning to end to get a little cyst removed it was nothing it's usually uh, you have to go and wait to get into the general practitioner then he recommends uh, typically as some sort of specialist you go through the revolving door of specialist billing fantasy to camp you know where it's just like hey if you see another specialist we can all kitching our way oh, into uh, into uh, riches so yeah it do is they get uh, the flat fee where it's per person they see how do they get paid the specialist do they get paid per person they uh, per run visit. through the door yeah, yeah, per visit. So it doesn't so, matter how long the visit no. is. So if it's five minutes, they get paid the same amount as if it's 15, right? The, the, uh, the, I think this is statistic came from America, but I think it's even more true in Canada. The average doctor will listen for 18 seconds to a patient's <laughs> complaint. This is in Canada? 
Uh, I think it's in it's North American oh, okay, statistic as a whole. 18 seconds you get to talk before wow. they uh, they give you something to make you go away. Because <laughs> it's really still a mostly socialist system here in in the states. I mean, yeah. it's not as bad. Well, you have you have public money and private profit motive, which is really really bad. That's why the healthcare is so right. So at least in Canada, you're quote capped by just they limit the supply of doctors so they can keep the cost down. Everyone thinks that's better. You know, well, the Canadian health, but there's no free lunch. I mean, all that means is you get waiting lists instead of doctors. Let's go to you and your phone calls and thoughts. Kevin is listening in Indianapolis to WXNT. Hello, Kevin. Hello. You, you, talk you were talking about people dancing in church, and uh, there's in the middle of the state, there's a Brown County, uh, Indiana National Park, and it's a beautiful area, but there is a church there where people actually dance with poisonous snakes. Mm, and okay. they. It's just amazing. Sounds a little. Why risky. would you want to dance with a politician? I don't. No. Uh, I don't. <laughs> they're very grabby, if I remember rightly. Kevin, I don't know if you wanted to share more. You're certainly welcome to stick with us. Uh, more with Kevin here if he stands, no, stands by. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll free line. You can uh, dance with snakes if you want to. Uh, more coming up here. 800-259-9231. Take control. This is Free Talk Live, live from Porkfest 2011. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Pure Life Water, helping you drink better and live better by providing a zero-calorie alternative to sugary drinks. Visit us at nestle-purelife.us. When kids are playing, they often don't want to stop to keep hydrated, so send them out with a bottle of water and encourage them to take frequent drink breaks or call them inside for a quick sip. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Dial in toll free and bring up anything you want. We're here from the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the 2011 edition. 800 259 9231 is the number, as it always is. 1 800 259 9231. But uh, the hosts aren't as they always are. Mark is off uh, doing whatever with the audience. And we've got Stefan Molyneux here sitting in uh, graciously for the next uh, segment and until he goes off for the roast. The, very the roast. First, the very first annual Liberty Roast. Uh, with, uh, I've got a, uh, a thong and a bottle of marinade. I think I'm ready. That's you, my understanding of what goes down. You will be the roastee. Down. That's right. Uh, and, uh, Larkin, you will be one of the roasters. One of the roasters, yes. There are multiple roasters, including uh, Jamie Crane from the hilarious Wheels Off Liberty and uh, some other folks I don't recall, probably Chris Tara Wallace. Lupo as well. Uh, I think Adam uh, Kokesh will be uh, one of them. Also. I saw him on the list. Yeah, yes, so that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so get on up here to Porkfest. It's a blast. Porkfest, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Uh, again, Stefan and uh, Larkin Rose here joining me as we go back to you and your phone calls. I think Kevin might still be there. Kevin, listening in Indy uh, to WXNT. Are you still with us, Kevin? We lose Kevin. Kevin's gone, I think. Let's try Bob, listening in Indianapolis. Snake got him. Also to WXNT, you're on Free Talk Live. We were talking about snakes, people that uh, go to a church and like dance with snakes. Go ahead, Bob, with your thoughts. Um, I wasn't Bob? talking about snakes. I was talking about something else. You can talk about whatever you want, dude. This is Free Talk Live. Dude, I know. That's cool. Um, the dude that, that, that started talking some stuff earlier is like, man, we're, we're like people here in Indiana. You know what I mean? Like, we're like really cool. Um, I'm tired of... I don't of, know what you're talking about. Sorry, what? We'll, we'll try again. Okay, please. Have a great night, bro. What? Am I, am I the only one confused by that call? No, I think I'm, he was I'm speaking really, in tongues. Um, I'm what really is it you confused. want to share with us, dude? 
Um, I also want to talk to Wait, you about You've got an international there. listening audience right now, so what is it that, uh, that you would like to share? Please do. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'll talk to you next time. Okay. Thanks for the call. Okay, so we won't then. Thanks. Uh, 800-259-9231. You know, it's always a good idea to go ahead and take some notes. If you're going to be on uh, yeah. on the radio, it's, it can be a nerve-wracking experience. I don't know what it was that was, you know, was his particular issue, uh, but uh, you know, if you've got something to say and it's important, go ahead and make a, just jot down a few bullet points. That way you can make sure that you've hit the things that you want to hit. And that way, you know, if you get sidetracked by some strange question uh, by one of the hosts, uh, maybe someone like me who's completely clueless as to what the heck you're uh, you're talking about, you can reset and uh, and uh, realize why it is that you have uh, gone off your your topic. Anyway, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. If you have something coherent to say, that would be preferable. But uh, it's all oh, right. I gotta leave. Sorry, I gotta go then. It's it's all right. Uh, you know, as long as you can actually get on the phone and make some sort of noise, we will uh, put you on the air. You don't actually have to be able to dial your phone. I don't know how many people at Porkfest can actually dial a phone right now. It's still early on in the evening. But uh, if you're having trouble dialing your phone, simply hand the phone to someone who yeah. does have the ability to dial. Have them dial 800-259-9231, and we'll have our dump button ready for you in case you drop an f you know, that, on the That's air. the problem with the touch-dial phones. It was better with the rotary-dial phones. There was a higher barrier to, to entry Yeah, because yeah, you just miss, right, if you were drunk or whatever. Right, so right. it's tougher with the touch or, or auto-dial your toast. Right? It's so. a tough life these days, I tell you, with these smartphones. All right, so uh, the toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. Oh, want to mention uh, silver.freetalklive.com or gold.freetalklive.com. They both take you to the same place. You may have been uh, thinking about getting your hands on some silver. In fact, here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, there are alternative currencies going around. People are paying for things in silver. I've actually seen some copper rounds out here at, uh, at Porkfest 2011. And so if you want to get your hands on some gold or silver, go to gold.freetalklive.com. We've got uh, hand-picked gold and silver pieces. Uh, our very own Mark Edge has worked with Midas Resources, which is the organization that is behind syndicating this radio program, to make it easy for you to get your hands on gold and silver. Because if you get into the world of buying gold and silver, it can be a little overwhelming. There are a lot of choices out there. And so the choices at gold.freetalklive.com have been limited on purpose to make it a little bit easier to choose. But go ahead, price around. Make sure it's the best price out there or darn close to it, and then head on over there to gold.freetalklive.com. I think Marcus said that you know, if you spend enough time and effort, you might be able to pound away at eBay auctions to get a better price, but you know, then you're pouring a lot of your time in. So what's your time worth? So once again, gold.freetalklive.com. All right, guys, uh, you, know, you guys have to go off here shortly to the, uh, the roast. But any other thoughts about reflections on this year's Porkfest, maybe compared to last year's Porkfest? Has, has it been markedly different for you, or is it you know, a little more of the same, just with a bunch more people? Well, there do seem to be a lot more people, and it, it's, it's a very good sign. You know, it's one thing if 50 people, the same people every year, get together and say, yay, we wish we were free. But when 50 people get That's together like and That's the Libertarian then, Party convention. Right, <laughs> right. You seem to have a bit of a beef with them. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit but when several hundred new come in and say i've never thought about this stuff and yeah and then i started reading this and this and you hear that over and over again you realize this is actually spreading this isn't just yeah. preaching to the choir people who aren't in the choir are joining the quote-unquote choir and it's working we're getting people to understand concepts of self-ownership and a voluntary society it's not and hard it, i mean it's a pretty easy yeah, idea it's a simple concept but you don't hear it very often but you hear it here, and it spreads, and then they spread it farther. There's, a, there's an intangible kind of positive energy uh, in this place. Like, I, I'm walking around the whole time with this big, goofy grin, 
You know, and everybody's so friendly, and, and uh, I've been really enjoyed chatting with everyone, even people who have no idea who I am, which is great, too. So, you know, That's I'm nice really, for the nice yeah. ego check, right? Nice ego check, yeah. yeah. Hey, Baldy. But no, I, I, I think <laughs> I really, really want to strongly urge people to, to get out and meet liberty activists. Go to your conferences. Go to places like this. There's Libertopia coming up. There's the uh, New York one on September the 10th. Uh, so I really, really want to just urge people to go. Obviously, it's good for the people who organize it. It means that there's going to be more people next year. Uh, so it's good to go out and support the people who are organizing this, but it's a really intangibly positive place to be. It feels like the center of the universe of the future, yeah. uh, hope pouring down through time from how the world could look like that's going to come, that we're trying to midwifery into being. So I really, really want to strongly urge people come out and, and meet, even if it's local, if you have to travel, it's worth mm -hmm. it. It's worth it. It's something that's memorable. Life is composed of the things we remember and don't have a day like your last day. Go do something different. Meet people. Exchange ideas. You will remember it forever, and that's a really important thing in life. We've got people uh, raising their hands in the audience. It doesn't really work uh, too well that way. If you want to step up to this microphone, I don't know if you have a question for, uh, for the panel here. While they're still here, we can do that. I wanted to ask Stefan Olino, I am far from Bachelor.org. I wanted to ask Stefan Olino if libertarianism was then uh, just a marketing ploy for vacation camps. Was a marketing ploy for vacation camps? Uh, no, no. Hey, I'm not. Uh, I'm not profiting from any of this. I've just strongly urged people to get out and uh, you know join join other liberty activists, support these organizations that are doing. It's a lot of work to organize something like this. So uh, whatever people can do to help these uh, people yeah. out is really work. And you can donate. I think Porkfest takes donations. Sure, uh, they do. And it doesn't cost a lot to get in here. I mean, no. clearly this isn't an event that's designed to make some organizer boo-hoo <laughs> bucks. Uh, and, and thanks to everybody that has taken the time to volunteer and to organize here, which is, by the way, a great way for new people to get involved yeah. in Porkfest is to step up and Yeah, be don't volunteer. be shy, right? If you don't know people, right. some people are a little more shy in social situations. Just go up, volunteer, or, you know, hang out where people are eating and just introduce yourself. It's, it's the friendliest group of people around. And yeah, and I would say to the people who are sort of, you know, maybe haven't thought about this stuff, aren't really into it, and they sort of expect politics to be conflict and my party's good and your party's horrible – Come by and ask stuff, and you'll find out this is the group of people that doesn't want to force their ideas on you, but would be more than happy to share them with you. Gentlemen, thanks as always for coming Thank on you Free so Talk much. Live. It was really enjoyable. Always appreciate it. Stefan Molyneux from FreedomainRadio.com. Larkin Rose from LarkinRose.com. Great guys. And they are going to be here. You guys are going to be here for the rest of the weekend. Is that right? Yes, they are. So if you want to meet them, come on out here to the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Porkfest, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. Next up, the Students for Liberty are going to join us here in a little bit. 800-259-9231. We'll take your calls about anything. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that you'll find on the site there completely free. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And those features include news updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Uh, news.freetalklive.com. 
will allow you to follow us via email, which is the best way to ensure you get everything. Also, Facebook, Twitter, you can follow us that way as well. Uh, once again, news.freetalklive.com. Like everything else on our website, it's totally free. And you know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. And wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Well, the Bitcoins are something you might want to take a look into. They're a decentralized, anonymous Internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. There's been a little dip recently, but it's still up over ten times the amount of what it was just a few months ago. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in the future. Your dollars are going down, and Bitcoins look like they're going up. Weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org. Org. Toll-free number tonight, 800-259-9231. We're going to bring some more guests in here uh, shortly. In fact, we'll, we'll announce them here now. They're from the Students for Liberty at studentsforliberty.org. Pericles and Ross are here. Good evening, gentlemen. Welcome to Free Talk Live. Good evening. Thank you so much for having us. That's Pericles and Ross. Welcome, sir. Great. Thank you. And we're glad yeah, to be here. Make sure you lean right on in as close to that mic uh, as you possibly can. So uh, we're going to talk a little more about Students for Liberty in just a moment, but we've got somebody on the line here who wants to talk to us, so let's go to him first. Mike is in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live from Porcupine Food the Festival 2011. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. Yes. Hey, hey guys. Uh, well, I just, um, can you guys hear me all right? I'm on the cell phone. Yeah, go for it. All right, yeah. I, um, I called last night, but uh, my cell phone died on me, um, which tends to happen. But I, I was just wondering if you guys had discussed the uh, – if you guys were aware of – a lot of this kind of hacktivism stuff going on nowadays. That kind hacktivism, of yes. Well, I mean, we've heard about some of it. I mean, for instance, I think it was the FBI and the CIA that just recently got uh, their websites ha- hacked. In fact, I've heard rumor that the city of Orlando mayor's office has been hacked as well as, yes, uh, after they've continued to arrest people for handing out food to hungry folks. Yes, they were a victim of anonymous, and I would just thought I would uh, call in um, – I said I tried calling last night as it was breaking, but um, you had some very important guests on, and uh, but they uh, nailed Arpaio's police district and released um, 500 megabytes of internal Arizona Maricopa County um, documents, and I just thought oh, that you all would wow. find that rather entertaining because um, I I've what, been listening. Wow, to where your has show. this been released? Is this where is this being this released? Is, is it a WikiLeaks or is it just elsewhere? No, this is a uh, low security. Um, they're kind of like an anonymous. Uh, they, they kind of broke away from anonymous, and now they're kind. Of, so you've got two. You've got two different groups of uh, anonymous hackers out there hitting different targets. Uh, that's going to confuse the government even more. So that's yeah. great news. Now, Lulzsec is the organization that took down Sony's servers, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, you are correct. And they also, I think, I believe they're the ones behind the CIA hack as well. Um, Fantastic. So, what did they do? They they released 500 megabytes of information from uh, like emails and such from Joe Arpaio's organization and in various PDFs, images. Um, there's a really good article on Boing Boing um, about uh, they they, they kind of drill down into a couple, you know, maybe like 10 documents uh, with a little detail. Um, there's also another really good article um, that I came across where they discussed. A lot of the kind of secret technology, well, not secret technologies, but the ways in which Mexican drug cartels smuggle drugs across the border, I thought that was kind of an interesting little uh, thing that you can find at a uh, betanews.com. There's an article about it. And um, there's just a lot of really interesting revelations coming out. And, I bet. Um, you know, you know, sometimes give me, give me, some, sec- of the top, give me, give me some of the top uh, stuff that you've seen. I mean, because... 
Joe Arpaio is the lowest of the lows of the order of thugs, and it wouldn't surprise me if there were all kinds of just nasty things that were uh, were posted. I mean, what have you seen? Well, well right now, um, all, the only article I've pulled up that I can read, I'm kind of huddled near a window for a reception, um, I'm, is this technology article. Um, but I will say that I, uh, in researching kind of these developments, I went to Arpaio's um, Twitter feed, and he is such a narcissist. Like, it's so frightening. Um, just how how much he likes to bloviate about himself, but um, but in terms of this technology He's article, toughest sheriff. Yeah, it's it, it's just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Um, but they're you know the Mexican drug cartels are using laptops um, to as basically like mules for drugs. Um, they also talk about like homemade tanks, um, social networking for gang influence. Um, uh, YouTube, obviously, cell phone weapons, um, and ways to kind of r- remotely wipe your phone in the event that American authorities grab you. Like, there's a lot of really interesting, just kind of general technological considerations to kind of see how the black market, how they adapt to the state's influence and um, and, and their violence against now, providing when did a service. Now, when, when was this information released? Was it just today or uh, this I, week or what? I... I Gotten home around seven o'clock yesterday, and I just tuned into this website and saw that Lulzsec had released the uh, 500 megabyte torrent, and I just called you guys immediately. And um, like I said, like it's still kind of breaking. Like you know, uh, organizations are slowly starting now. Instead of just the hack being the issue, now they're starting to kind of delve down into what was released, and that's kind of what's breaking now. I look forward to hearing more about it, and thanks for the heads up, Mike. Uh, Thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. Guys uh, from Students from Liberty, uh, Pericles Ross, are you familiar with uh, with Joe Arpaio and what's what's going on down there in Maricopa County? Well, I'm actually, this is Ross speaking. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I went to Arizona State, and we worked with uh, um, the SB 1070, the the bill with the uh, identification um, for for immigrants. We, We worked on the protest there. We were out there in the community. We were displaying our support for immigrants and immigrant communities. And trying to show our support and the libertarian messages for all people. It's not just for Americans. It's Absolutely. We were out there, and that's what Students for Liberty is all about, really. So you've actually been in Maricopa County, then? Yes, I've been there for um, probably close to like eight years, eight or nine years. Oh, you live there? I do, but I'm kind of a nomad now. I just graduated, so now I'm on the road. It's a good place to leave, it seems like. I actually quite like it, but uh, I've ignored the state pretty successfully in my time there. So. Well, that's lucky, because a lot of people haven't been able to do that. This guy puts people in uh, jail cells out in the desert uh, if they you know, are caught doing prostitution or having a plant in their pocket or something like that. So a lot of people have had a run-in with this, uh, this person and his, uh, his sheriffs, and it's, uh, it's a real bad scene. He's a sadist. Oh, absolutely, yes. And uh, the tent city is apparently pretty brutal. I've had friends there, that, uh, or people that I've known that have had DUIs that end up out there, and I hear it's pretty gnarly. I like living in a place where the sheriff doesn't have a reputation. Like, I've heard the guy's name because he's run for, for office again and, and has been reelected. But nobody knows who he is because he's not out there, you know, beating people and having his agents uh, crush skulls or whatever horrible things uh, Joe Arpaio is doing. I heard he had uh, Steven Seagal. Did you see that, that new show he had out where yeah. he's out there now? I haven't seen it, but I'm kind of horrified and kind of scared to see it. For everything that comes out of Phoenix, all the news from Arizona is always horrible. Yeah. Um, I always feel. If Steven Seagal shows up, you just give up immediately. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He's kind of fat, actually. You could probably just <laughs> run away and uh, he wouldn't be able to catch you. But uh, he might shoot you in the back. That's what those cops do. So, one eight, not all cops. Not all cops are bad. In fact, I saw somebody wearing a Law Enforcement Against Prohibition t-shirt. Uh, he's in the back there. Maybe we'll pull that guy up here in a little bit and talk to him. Because uh, those guys, I don't know if you guys ever met uh, the guys from Leap. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Students for Liberty works with LEAF quite frequently. So let's talk about Students for Liberty. I mean, what is it? The website, studentsforliberty.org. I've certainly seen you guys here at Porkfest before. So what is Students for Liberty? Well, we're a, we're a 501c3. We're based out of D.C., but the organization is very decentralized. We don't have official chapters or anything like that. It's more like whatever pro-liberty group forms on a college campus, we'll back them up with resources, books, a speakers list with speakers who are willing to come out for free or at low cost and talk to their college campus. Mm -hmm. And they can be, you know, uh, issue-specific, like pro-free speech or just general libertarian. We like to be kind of an umbrella organization. We don't necessarily isolate or, or discriminate against different libertarian types. There's no litmus test. I see. I want to find out more about your organization here in a little bit, so stick with us. And if you've got a question for uh, Pericles and Ross from Students for Liberty at studentsforliberty.org, they're here with us, and we'll take your calls as well. Plus, uh, we'll probably get that guy from Law Enforcement Against Prohibition up here. Hopefully. Can you come, can you come up later, dude? Oh, he looks a little nervous. He's not sure about that. All right, we'll see. All right, 800-259-9231. We'll still talk about LEAP because it's a great organization. We're coming up. Free Talk Live. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We're here at Porkfest 2011, the Porcupine Freedom Festival in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. It is a lovely time, not just uh, because of the scenery, but also the people. It's all about meeting liberty-minded folks, many of whom are considering a move here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. The concept there is to get as many liberty-oriented people together in the same place as possible so we can actually have a shot at achieving liberty in our lifetime. Thus far, about 1,000 people are here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Over 11, excuse me, almost 11,000 people are signed up as uh, to become movers at some point. We want to reach 20,000, so we're about over halfway there, and uh, there's some things that we can do to kind of speed up the process. And certainly bringing people here to the Porcupine Freedom Festival I think speeds up a lot of people's decisions to uh, to go ahead and make the move sooner rather than later. And there's delicious food, by the way. I've still uh, still got it in, <laughs> still got it in my mouth. Uh, but the food's awesome here. The vendors are incredible, and they're always just they're busting butt out there, uh, selling all kinds of different products and, and services, and doing it all without a license or without government permission. We haven't even really mentioned that yet. So there's lots to see, lots to do. Activities, family uh, fun debaucherous parties it's just a great time for everybody that loves the ideas of freedom come on out go to porkfest.com it's not too late you can still come up here for saturday uh there's a lot going on tomorrow we'll talk more about what some of the uh, itinerary is here in a little bit but we've actually got some of the guys from studentsforliberty.org on here with us uh, tonight pericles and ross are here and we're just getting into talking about what students for liberty is it's an organization that supports other liberty-oriented groups. So you don't have chapters necessarily, right? You just right. have uh, right. resources. Uh, right. We're, we're, a, we're more of a network. That we, that's how we like to coin it, that students and their student groups can tap into to get their 
members and the people on their campus and their local communities the best resources possible. But we also do do we do some events. We have uh, regional conferences. We're going to be running uh, multiple regional conferences all across the country in the fall. And then we have our international conference in February, which draws everybody into D.C. for one uh, a, a longer major event that actually has gotten so large now where for the first time we're looking at a space off college campuses and cool. more convention-sized space. So Ron Paul, he kind of like hangs around your organization. What's your, what's your relationship with him? It seems like I've heard his name in tandem with uh, Students for Liberty before. Um, slightly. I'm sure a lot of the younger generation has been influenced by Ron Paul, like I was myself. But um, I think Ron Paul works more with one of our partner organizations, Young Americans for Liberty. We work ah, well okay. with them. They, they handle the political educational aspect. Uh, Students for Liberty tries to say more ideas-based. Hmm. So we don't really delve into politics at all. Uh, especially not, because so of you're our, not supporting candidates. You're just getting out there with the uh, the concepts and getting right. the ideas into people's minds. Right, exactly. That's great. Yeah. Now, you were mentioning something during the break I thought was definitely worthy of discussing. Since we're here at Porkfest, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, you guys have been up here in the media room uh, where we do the show here at Porkfest. Every day at around 1.30, you've got special guest speakers, and uh, there's a circle of chairs, and a lot of younger folks uh, are there attending that. Uh, you mentioned something about a, a scholarship. Tell me about that. Well, we brought up about 14. Was that about right, Pericles? Yeah, I think it was about 14. We had a couple of late joiners, but yes, we brought up a bunch of students up here. And um, we love Porkfest. We came back from it last year, and we go to a lot of libertarian events, uh, being student libertarians and kind of growing into the like, D.C. policy world. This is what we do pretty, pretty often, but we came back from Porkfest, and we loved it. We loved that people were liber living liberty, and, and it wasn't just wearing suits and going to banquets. And mm -hmm. um, So when we left, we had to bring people back here. So, and we didn't want to overschedule it, so we brought up these 14 students, 14-ish, and we just had one event a day. We wanted to get them face-to-face -face with some of the brightest minds in the libertarian movement. And so on Tuesday, we brought in uh, Dr. Roderick Long of the Mises Institute and the Alliance of the Libertarian Left. Um, and we also brought in, on Wednesday, Brad Spangler of Center for a Stateless Society. Uh, yesterday was Stefan Molyneux. Wow, and, great. And then today we did um, um, Bob Murphy and Dan D'Amico of the Mises Institute here in the same room. Super. What's up uh, for tomorrow? Doing something then? I think actually that we anticipate that the weekend would be so full of events because you know the last weekend is kind of when people really start getting involved, yeah. getting here. You can see everything's packing up already. Like people are just packing in right now. So we left it open so that the students could experience some of the other things. We didn't want it to be like the average DC experience where all day you're stuck from event to event to event with no room for personal choice. Right. So uh, these events were great. We wanted to expose students to a new type, a new angle on libertarianism that they might not be familiar with, and they were able to ask direct questions, and the questions weren't just about theory, but they were also about, you know, just life advice, you know, should you get involved in policy, should you maybe focus in academia, maybe avoid that altogether, go into activism or something like that. Students for Liberty, is it only a college uh, organization, like college kids that are involved, or is it anybody that's in high school, are they welcome as well? Who's, who's welcome in the organization? Oh, right now, um, our main, main focus is college, but we have done some high school outreach, and we are seeing high school groups actually take on the name Students for Liberty yeah. in their groups. And uh, so while, while they're not necessarily official chapters, right. either are college ones, sometimes they do adopt the name. And so we are seeing that become more of a trend and uh, thinking about catering to high school level. But at, for the moment, most of the focus is college. Yeah. I think it's great. And the more youth-oriented, outreach-oriented uh, organizations in this movement, the better. Uh, certainly, young people are open to these ideas. I mean, they see, they're not blind, they're not stupid, uh, like some people would treat them. They would treat them as though they're, you know, just useless uh, and, and you know, to their detriment if they treat them that way because they are paying attention to what's going on around them, a lot of them, 
and they see their friends being arrested for things like possession of uh, marijuana or underage drinking. And do you find that it's, it's issues like personal freedoms that really resonate with these uh, young people, or is it you know, economics a big deal too? Well, it depends on which sort of political philosophy and culture that you grew out of too. Like, uh, I guess I came from more of like a middle-class background, and, mm -hmm. and so I, I definitely identified a lot with economic issues growing up, but I also had a very strong social streak, and it wasn't until later I put together that, oh, I guess I'm a libertarian. These people are out there and they exist. And Students for Liberty helps people come to that realization. You're not alone on campus. There's a whole network of people that are out there that think just like you and in many of the same ways. Um, and so we aim to strive to connect all of them together. Yeah, out on campus, it's actually very interesting. You see such like an inherent want to question authority in most college students. You know, if you're doing like a, if uh, one of the groups is doing a table tabling event or some, some kind on campus or some kind of outreach event, people come up and just start engaging in debate right away. And uh, at, at that time that, you know, Students have, have now left the, their homes and their families, and they're out there in the world exploring new ideas from themselves. And they're just as excited to get into it as, as you know, the most veteran libertarians are. So I find that the younger generations are very predisposed to, to libertarianism. They just uh, aren't aware of it yet. They're, right. they're, they're like unknown libertarians. Right? Well, luckily, we've got uh, you know, people like Ron Paul and others out there that have, uh, are increasing their visibility. Ron Paul, of course did a pretty great job in 2008. I expect he's going to do even better. And you saw, like, he made a made point of saying there are a lot of young people that would come out to his rallies. A lot of young people were getting excited by the things that he was saying. And it's, it's pretty difficult for an old man uh, to excite young people, but that guy actually manages to do it. And it's not because he's Ron Paul. It's because of his message. He just happens to be Ron Paul. Anybody else could be uh, bringing that message to young people, and they're going to hopefully get excited by it. And get willing to get active and, and you know join students for liberty and, and you know, create their own group on campus and get out and start doing outreach. I, I don't know if you guys work with the advocates for self government at theadvocates.org. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, do you do like the world's smallest political quiz? Set that up on school campuses. Yeah, yeah. We frequently, uh, pretty much all of our student groups in our network probably have a huge kit of those just sitting on standby. So. What happens? I mean, I, I mentioned this earlier in the show tonight. Uh, when I've done OPH, Operation Politically Homeless, which is this thing you go, you hand out the world's smallest political quiz. It's ten questions questions, somebody answers those 10 questions, yes, maybe, or no, and then you kind of give them, a, a, I guess, a location on a graph, and the location shows them, are you a leftist, are you a conservative, are you a libertarian, are you a centrist, are you an authoritarian, and it gives people an idea of where they're at politically, and of course, it, be, it is beyond the old left-right spectrum, it expands the left-right spectrum to hopefully expand the paradigm of the person who's looking at this quiz to realize, huh, there's more than left or right. Uh, and then, oh, wow, it says I'm a libertarian. What's that mean? Or, hmm, I didn't know that. I'll look into this. So it's a really eye-opening, I think, quiz for people that, in many cases, haven't thought too hard about the issues. You know, they may have their opinions on one or two things, but for the most part, young people may, a lot of them may not be too uh, well-versed, I guess, on these issues. So it gets, the, gets them a starting point from which they can uh, get started. But what I noticed was that at, uh, like, Gay and Lesbian Pride Fest, there were liberals and libertarians and a handful of authoritarians. At the gun show, there were conservatives and libertarians and a handful of authoritarians. At uh, the county fair, it was all over the damn map. What's typical college campus? Is it liberals and libertarians? I mean, what, what do you see as far as the results of uh, these world's smallest political quiz? I've had a few. I mean, they run all over the place, but definitely more probably progressive left is generally the most mm -hmm. common thing. But I've had a couple of people that fell like at the very bottom of the map in the authoritarian camp. The most hardcore authoritarian. And I, I, we're always kind of surprised how they got there. And we're like, do you consider yourself uh, an authoritarian? Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how did you end up here? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what do they say? 
Uh, I, I remember one gentleman who did it, and I don't. I think he was from another country, and I don't think he understood it very well because. Ah. Oh, is it that time? It's that time, but I see where you're coming from. Oh, yes. I appreciate that. Guys, uh, Russ and uh, Pericles from studentsforliberty.org. Thanks for coming on Free Talk Live here tonight. Folks should go and check out your website, especially if they are in high school or college or going into one of those places and are interested in starting a student group if one doesn't already exist. And if one does, then there's some unique resources available. Studentsforliberty.org. Thanks, dudes. Uh, more coming up from the Porcupine Freedom Festival 20. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. We're here live at the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011 edition. Porkfest.com. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. You can go there to learn more about this excellent event. It happens once a year. The beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Rogers Campground is the location it's an incredible vista. I mean, you look out, you see just the most incredible view, uh, mountains with beautiful clouds floating between them. Uh, it's, of course, lush and green at this time of year here at Rogers Campground, and there's really, it's, it's hard to match uh, this particular vista. And Mark, by the way, joining us here, the usual uh, co-host of the program. Good evening, sir. Thank you. It's been, uh, it's great. I've been out here working the crowd while other, other folks are <laughs> taking over the mic. Yeah, it has been great. Now, uh, we've been having a good time talking to all kinds of interesting folks here at Porkfest throughout the week. We got here on Monday, and we're not done yet because uh, this is our second-to-last show. So this being Friday evening, we've got one more tomorrow night uh, to wrap things out. And then you're going to be back in our Keen studios for the Sunday night show. That's right. Which you've begun doing now. You've got your own uh, Internet-only show on Sunday nights at freetalklive.com. So the, you know, the, the content continues from here at Porkfest. Uh, one of the questions I asked uh, Stefan uh, Molyneux from freedomainradio.com and LarkinRose, LarkinRose.com earlier was what were uh, their favorite things they did today at Porkfest. And so uh, what about you, Mark? What, so, what's your favorite? For, for today? Specifically? Just today. Just today. Uh, you know, today I was recovering from uh, last night, uh, frankly. Oh, <laughs> you know, it was one of those nights. I, I don't know how it got to be 5 o'clock in the morning, frankly. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, but, you, you know, yesterday there was, there was some really some, some fun family events that uh, we went to, and Jack's been having a fantastic time yeah. playing with, uh, with other kids here. And um, there's, I, I don't know what enthralls him so much about the arcade area where they've got, uh, you know, they've got painting down there and puzzles mm-hmm. and games and, you know, stuff for the kids to do. But he, he just he wants to be down there, and that's where the kids are, and it's a lot of fun. So lots of great family activities uh, continuing. In fact, speaking of the, uh, the family stuff uh, that's going on here, just to give you an example of what's happening, there's uh, crafting game tables uh, today, uh, the Teen Tween Agora Expo, which, uh, excuse me, I'm reading Thursday, crafting game tables. Play, a playground romped the uh, craft romp craft family tent little kids Olympics uh, happened today that, that was today like yes um, you know 
the little kids Olympics was it was an absolute exercise in chaos. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was amazing to watch. You're talking about two, three, and four year olds, uh, you know, going through kind of obstacle courses and stuff. Jack had no idea. He just kept trying to take the uh, the little uh, push bike away from the other kids. It was, that was it. Yeah. So also, apparently, there was a uh, scavenger hunt this evening, which is always a lot of fun. That is a lot of fun. Yep. You know, the, the zombies uh, versus humans game that was, was going on, yeah. uh, they've actually impromptu kept that going. It looks like a lot of fun. So what the kids will do, and I'm sure there are some adults that are involved, but I've been mainly seen, seeing uh, older kids, you know, between the ages of, say, you know, 9 and 19, mm -hmm. playing this. And they'll have a bandana. So humans uh, have a bandana around their arm or leg. And zombies have a bandana around their head. Got and it. that's how you distinguish between humans and zombies. So you start out, I think, with uh, you know one or a few zombies, and then the zombies will go after the humans. Once they touch a human, they convert them. To a zombie. To a zombie. And then the humans, uh, you know, obviously the zombies all go after the humans. And what they have to protect themselves are these kind of padded swords or uh, nerf guns, mm -hmm. things like that. And um, I guess once they, once they shoot a zombie, that zombie has to stay in position for 15 minutes or 10 minutes or something like that. Jeez. Well, they can get away. Gotcha. Um, so it, it stuns the zombie. And, uh, you know, at some point or another, there's enough zombies that there's just, you know, <laughs> you go down in a blaze of glory of nerf bullets everywhere. There's fun stuff happening here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, as always. Let's go to you and your phone calls. That uh, Wallace is listening in Vermont. Wallace, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark here at Porkfest 2011. How you doing, guys? Wallace. Excuse me. Uh, hey, Wallace. While you guys have been having all your fun up there, uh, the Keene Police Department have uh, decided to do excursions up here in Vermont. Uh, okay. About 3 o'clock today, uh, I was on I-89, an interstate that uh, the posted speed limit is... 65. The next thing I know, I see a nice, gray, keen, marked car doing between 95 and 100 miles an hour southbound. Hmm. And I'm scratching my head and saying, hmm, I wonder if there's a big emergency in Keen that would justify a police officer going at these rates. And we've had... Uh, I can't imagine. Few... I mean... The the place you're talking about is so far from Keene, uh, it's got to be an hour. So whatever cop is going 100 right, miles an hour. To, yeah, to, okay, two, two hours. hours. I mean, at, at least. So, I mean, going 100 miles an hour, it's not like they're trying to I, – I, the, the police station would have to be under siege by al-Qaeda in order to, in, in my opinion, justify a cop going 100 miles an hour, two hours away from whatever he could be going to. Well, that was the, the whole point of my thinking, and I said to myself, I wonder if I call the Vermont State Police, would I really get any kind of action? And uh, you, might said, get, nah. you might get them targeting you for a ticket or something. Exactly. So I decided so wait, the I idea would be to call the Vermont... Hold on, Wallace. The idea would be to call the Vermont State Police and report a dangerous driver uh, in a Keene Police vehicle on the interstate? Well, uh, I decided to, to, to do a back field punt. I decided to call the Keene Police Department, and I wanted to speak to the officer in charge, and the best I could come up with was the sergeant. And the first words out of my mouth is, is there any kind of uh, major disaster or emergency going on? And of course, the response was, no, why? I said, uh, do you have a Keene police officer or officers uh, in the state of Vermont. He says, yeah, we have somebody going up to pick up a prisoner to bring him down here. 
I said, uh, would the route that they'd be following would be I-89? He says, yeah, certainly. So then I went and told him what I had seen. And uh, he says, God, you know, our officers can't do that, you know, and all this <laughs> other kind of stuff. You caught but him red-handed. Wait a second, it gets better. All right. You know the problems that I've had up here. I won't go into details now and belabor those points. I have a uh, digital camera that I put on my dashboard. I caught these lovely officers digitally. I was doing maybe about 70 miles an hour. I plead the fifth as far as that goes, because, of course, the posted speed 65. Yeah. But anyway, these guys went so fast that uh, all I could see was keen NH police on the back uh, of the police car. And it was gray in color, and, of course... I've been yeah, down yeah. to Keene, and I know what the police cars look like. Yeah, I so, you even get... so how does it get better? Well, I've got it all on digital. I've got it I digitally guess. recorded. So what are you going to do about it? I mean, are, are you going to... Uh, well, it's not like they're going to do anything. I, I, mean, they I, might, said uh... myself, I said to myself, after speaking to the sergeant, uh, what do I do? So I had a, a doctor's appointment at a different medical center down in in uh, Royalton. So I went to that, and the more I was there, I said to myself, how it? Let me go to the state police barracks that covers this area. So I went down, and I spoke to a trooper by the name of Rinaldi. And I said, this is going to sound stupid, but um, it's been bothering me. I saw this vehicle doing 95 to 100 miles an hour. I didn't say what vehicle it was. He says, oh, God, you know, that's pretty serious. Uh, you want to go into this room and fill out a statement? So I filled out the statement, truthful, of course. And uh, Did you mention that you had it on video to him? No, not at this point. Okay. Wallace, you've you got to wrap the story up real quick, man. Go ahead. So anyway, I said, uh, uh, what's going to happen? He says, so based on your complaint, we'll arrest the guy if we can find out who it is. So then I told him it's. It was a Keene Police Department vehicle, <laughs> and his jaw dropped. And I said, oh, by the way, uh, I captured this on, on, on digitally. I said, it's, it's in my car. He says, uh, why do you have this? And I said, because basically I have it. And I said, uh, as soon as I get home, I'll make a CD for you or send it to Good you as an email. For busting these guys, Wallace. And thanks for the call. Good luck. And let us know if anything actually comes of this. I highly doubt it will. I'd love to see it to happen. Uh, the police protect one another, even if we're talking about state to state. Oh, they, yeah. uh, they will still protect one another. But I, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you can prove us wrong on that. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there completely free. If you like Free Talk Live, you appreciate this program, then become a Free Talk Live amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. Amp stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is simple. Uh, you will send in 3 bucks a month via any major credit card, through PayPal, or Visa or MasterCard right on our website. 
We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, getting on more great radio stations around the country. It's because of listeners like you becoming Free Talk Live amplifiers. That's why we are on over 100 radio stations uh, today. That's because of listeners like you getting behind the show uh, and getting perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, which, by the way, aren't any good this week because we're not in our regular studio. But normally it gives you a direct line into uh, into the studio. Plus uh, there's also the amp-only forum and podcast and more. Get the details and get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy. And the taxes that you pay on them feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, no smoke. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL for an additional 5% off at VaporStation.com. I believe the guy from Vapor Station is uh, milling he about is. He is. He's been in the room several times. I was just going to say, I inhaled some uh, delicious aromas of uh, Thai food from him earlier. So, <laughs> By the way, Johnson joining us on the third microphone here. Uh, Johnson, long-time, uh, once-upon-a-time regular co-host on the program, uh, now graphical uh, guru, uh, web guy, slash uh, merchandiser. I'm all so, over the place. Yeah, yeah. So you're actually here uh, at Porkfest, which is like the one opportunity per year, although they are supposedly bringing the Liberty Forum back. So you usually get one or two chances a year in person to come and order some Free Talk Live, to purchase uh, some Free That's Talk true. Live t-shirts yep. and, mm-hmm. and hoodies and such. Yep. And, I, you know, I did a ton of design as well for Porkfest this year. So, you know, the programs, the maps, all the things that are uh, trying to – help people get where they want to go. Exactly right. So always good to have you here uh, on the program uh, tonight. 800-259-9231. You know, a few more thoughts on Wallace's call. He was uh, driving down the interstate in uh, Vermont slash New Hampshire. He saw a police car going over 90 miles an hour. He got video footage of it. He's going to the you know the state police to give them a heads up. They said before they found out it was another cop that they were going to make an arrest. We'll get him. Yeah. And uh, I bet they changed their attitude immediately after finding out that it, uh, it was a cop. It would be interesting to see how they backtrack and backpedal to, uh, well, you know, we, it should but, be easy to find these guys. They're at the Keene Police Department. We right. know exactly who's doing it. It's not going to take a lot of police work to figure out which police officer was up in Vermont right. going to do a prison transport. And nope, there was only one officer that was right. uh, assigned to that you know, duty. I mean, the, the suggestion is, I, I, you know, I, I was dealing with a, uh, a speeding ticket here recently, and the cop said that I was putting the public in danger. He claimed that I was going 12 miles over the limit and that I was putting the public in danger. So this cop going 90, uh, excuse uh, you know, nine, at least 90. So, I mean, he's going 30, 25, 35 miles an hour over. More, yeah, yeah. A lot more. Yeah. He's putting the public in danger if this cop that uh, was you know, testifying on the stand is to be believed. Well, he's professionally trained, Mark, so it's all right. I, I, I guess that's going to be, you know, they always say crap like that. They always have reasons why their officials can break the law. But you can't. Pretty much. So I don't expect we're going to hear very good news uh, out of this. And uh, I, But nonetheless, who knows? Maybe we'll be surprised. Because he did bust him hardcore. I mean, it wasn't just eyeballs on the cop. He got the uh, video footage of it. So it'll make him look real bad when uh, he can present that information in front of the police and they, they decide to do nothing, which is what I predict they will decide to do. I suspect that He was on official business, so it's okay. Right? <laughs> he was officially putting the public in danger. 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 
Uh, lots to discuss here tonight, Mark, including a poll that you have. Which is Let's showing discuss a bit my of poll. Shit. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, in, fa- in fact it says it's here from the New York Times. It Speaking says, of polls, by the way, I was at Big uh, Gay Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party today, and the Ms. Porky Poll contest uh, was in effect. I might have left before they announced the winner of that. I'm not sure there was a lot going on, or maybe I stepped away while they uh, while they did that. Can I actually interrupt the story before you go on to it? Because there was some breaking news that I got earlier today. Because I'm subscribed to uh, CNN's app, and there was talk a, to the mic. Please. There was a uh, a big story, I guess. I think it's kind of big that they uh, had a vote, and I don't know if it's Congress or, or whatnot, but they shot down some legislation to limit spending on conflict with the uh, on UN funded conflict with Libya. So they shot that down. So they're basically saying, ah, blank check. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting that there. Yeah, we talked about the Libya situation with uh, with Stefan Molyneux a little bit. He had that okay. story where essentially they they said you shouldn't be doing this, and then they voted to fund it. Right. Right. And just unlimited funding too. It's not you know they're I not even. Hear, I didn't hear about that. Part. Oh yeah, it's not limited. It's just sort of like a blank you know blank check, blank credit card. Just go for it. You know, spend. And in this economy too, it's just spend whatever you want, blow things up. So tell me about this poll, Mark. What did, uh, what did it discover? From the New York Times, it says libertarianism, libertarianism has been touted as the wave of America's political future for many years, generally with more enthusiasm than evidence. But there are some tangible signs that Americans' attitudes are in fact moving in that direction. Since 1993, CNN has regularly asked a pair of questions that touch on libertarian views of the economy and society. Here are the questions. All right. favor any particular that usually means we're having connection difficulties so i don't know when we're coming back it's uh, presumed <laughs> you know, we've been we've been having pretty good uh, luck here thus far. Now we are out in the woods of uh, New Hampshire, northern New Hampshire. The communications technology up here—it's always the rain. Whenever rain really? gets on the wires, because it's copper it wire be. on the ground, so sometimes it causes interference. You're right. Rem- I mean, you remember? I mean, it, since we're talking about the old days, since, yeah. you know, I've been. If you remember uh, back at, in Sarasota, there was a radio station WTMY had problems. Right. Every time the water got on the lines, yeah, the, lines the there. studio there would actually be water <laughs> underneath the the studio. It was really crazy, and uh, that is crazy. It really did make it kind of a dangerous <laughs> situation. <laughs> uh, water and electronics don't mix very well. So I think that uh, we are back again here as the music has faded. So we'll go ahead and let's start that question again, Mark. <laughs> right, third okay. time's the charm. That's right. So the CNN's polls. Here are the questions that uh, that that they're asking about sort of people's views on libertarianism. Question one. Some people think the government is trying to do too many things that should be left to individuals and businesses. Others think that the government should do more to solve our country's problems. Which comes closer to your own view? And question two is, why <laughs> am I hearing music? supposed to be here. <laughs> so hold that thought. We'll come back with, uh, with more in moments. <laughs> 
from Rogers Campground. I'm getting gun shy now. I hear music. (laughs) More libertarian views, according to a CNN poll happening since the early 1990s. We'll come back to that. Take your thoughts as well. You can take control of the airwaves here. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. This is Free Talk Live, live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Porkfest 2011. You can go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com to learn more about this event. It's not over yet. It's going through the weekend. Sunday, it wraps up at around noon and then, of course, uh, people a lot of people still stick around New Hampshire after that. They uh, want to go and tour the rest of the state. Some folks arrive early, and they kind of hang around in Manchester and Keene and go visit different areas of, uh, of New Hampshire. And then afterwards, a lot of folks will come back down as they're heading south, uh, maybe to go back to the airport or drive down to uh, whence they come. But they are uh, a lot of them stop into uh, to Keene, where we have the, uh, the Social Sundays event on a weekly basis. It's kind of the unofficial after-party of uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival and, of course, again, porkfest.com, the place to go for more information. We'll get get to more of this poll here in just a moment, uh, but we are going to take your phone calls. Let's talk first to Henry in California, listening on XM's America's Talk. Hello, Henry. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. Uh, great reporting from this excellent party. I wanted to comment on a little uh, clip that you guys said. I'm not sure. I got it lost in the crosstalk, but not to volunteer yourself into prison. And I'm a big-time partier. Like, I will go across the United States and into, like, other nations to, you know, go to good parties. You know what I'm saying? For, you know, talent or whatnot, or, you know, just go and have a good time. And one of the gotcha. things that, that I noticed, that, that, that phrase really caught me into this, is the indoctrination at large events, like the famous Electric Daisy Carnival that's going on right now. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that. It's, it's the, the Apparently it's not that famous, right? I've heard yeah, of it. Not, it's, First yeah, I've heard it's of it. Not, right. It's the notorious government, you know, evil rave that, that everyone wants to stop. And the thing is, is, I come from Los Angeles, where a 15-year-old girl over, or supposedly overdosed at the Los Angeles Coliseum and or got trampled and or, you know, a little bit of cover-up. But it's, you know, just like one of these, these things that people like to volunteer themselves into prisons, even at these events where they, they're trying to take... Um, Trying to get you to, to sign up for these cash cards, weird stuff with, with IDs now, IDs and RF, RFIDs, and all sorts of other things. While, while the Porcupine Fest seemed to really push it into outside of this, this control system, into, you know, back Wait a minute. Hold on, Henry. I'm a, little, I'm a little confused as to what you're describing. You're saying that at this uh, electronic, or excuse me, Electric Daisy Carnival... Uh, that uh, apparently their website, electricdaisycarnival.com, big rave that uh, is held in multiple locations. You're saying there's some kind of RFID thing going on? Well, Tell me I'm not sure. About it, what it, it, it's not necessarily uh, EDC, but large events have used a more RFID tags in their tickets, in the cash cards, and in their general <laughs> procedure. You know, they, they, it's like they want to touch you everywhere to get in. They want, you know, <laughs> the, the, the paid goons you know, we'll, we'll shove you around, but yet they'll still cause enough problems to allow a 15-year-old girl to die in the Los Angeles Coliseum. You know, it's just one of these things. And, and si- simultaneously, if you go to these events, uh, I've had myself been filmed by the police, in, in Los Angeles at least, 
And, like, you know, they know my face, even though I haven't done anything wrong. You know, I promote them, put, it, put out parties. I don't, know about the, I don't know about the police filming, but as regar- in regards to the RFIDs and the tickets and whatnot, I think that just really comes down to being about the bottom line. Because if you look for videos of some of these big raves online, I mean, you'll see kids just climbing fences to get into them and, you know, security not doing anything about it. So, um, I mean, people get into these things and i think that they're just trying to uh you know find a way to be able to make their money and uh find out maybe find out you know if somebody's hopped the fence and they're you know and the tickets have an rfid badge or whatnot they can just go up to the you know people and and scan them and see if there's a signal coming off of them and if there is it would also make it much more difficult to counterfeit a ticket in that case yeah but but i i would agree that i don't like going to major sporting events because of the same thing he's talking about these people that 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 wish they were cops um uh, you know they want the power and the authority these security guys and they it's like somehow or another they get this idea in their head that you know they can touch you everywhere and and run you through machines and all this stuff i just don't like being involved at all um well, I, that doesn't but, happen but here they don't get that kind of feedback um, you, you understand the, the guy the organizer <laughs> never gets to hear hey i don't go to events like yours because it's full of i mean you've, you've got all this security and they're jerks which is why i was calling up today and i was just wondering you know is it going because i hear things on various shows alex jones all around you know coast to coast um is, is it eventually going to become to the point that to attend these events, I'm going to have to go through the TSA procedure? Because I refuse to go to any party where my genitalia gets touched by security. That's, that's a good question. I guess you, you know that's only a question that the individual promoters could answer. I can tell you that here at Porkfest, uh, that's not going to happen. The, the Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party happened here just a few hours right. ago, which was an absolute blast. People had a good time at that. Um, and it took, it was like three bucks to get in. You had to have a ticket and it was just a real simple security. You showed your ticket, they put you a wristband on and, and that's that. There weren't any pat downs. People carrying weapons. There was a guy up there, uh, there was a guy actually, I thought this was a little weird, but uh, there was one guy that was dancing on the pole with a gun strapped to him uh, at the same time. So, uh, yeah, there's no problem with weapons here at the, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It seems yeah, like people everybody's year, security here. It seems like, exactly. Well, it seems like people have been pretty responsible this year. There have been a couple incidents in the past where somebody's maybe been a little too drunk. They shouldn't probably have their weapon on. And people here aren't afraid to come up to somebody and say, hey, you, you know, you, you've stepped over the line. This is inappropriate. Uh, pl- please stop this, uh, this behavior. Um, so we, we do police ourselves here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. So you got to make it out here after you know your next rave, uh, Mark of the yeah, Beast, or, or whatever it is. <laughs> next, next year. And now, just one final thing that I wanted to ask you, in your opinion, there has been some talk that uh, you know, obviously they sell guns to Mexican mobsters, you know, Operation Gunrunner, and other things like that. I, I'm just wondering, just your guys' thoughts on just how much there is. I wouldn't. Uh, maybe it's not even government. Maybe, you know, maybe it is government how much they feed into causing problems at these parties. Like, I know that they'll do it at riots. You know, they'll have the black, yeah. the fake black box, black block people. But I'm wondering, uh, and I'll take this off the air, just, just your thoughts. If they, if they ever would be willing to kill somebody with a fake, well, not a fake overdose, but an intentional overdosing, you know, specifically like a, a young child or something, just, just to achieve the shutdown necessary of these, these events. 
Thank you. That seems it's thanks for the call, Henry. I appreciate hearing it, from it, you. It seems kind of like on the the verge of of a conspiracy of, of a conspiracy theory, but at the same time, no, I don't. I'm I'm not going to rule that out. Do I think that uh, if if cops want badly enough to shut a, an mm-hmm. event down, they'll figure out some uh, a false flag sort of thing to do? Yeah, I think that they do that. Um, I it wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it at all. I think the difficulty is proving it. Sometimes you can yeah. prove those things. You, yeah, that you would require some cop to come and sell a kid, you know, a, a bad drug, and hope that that would make it so that they would overdose right. or it's something. Just, it's going to be really Pretty unlikely. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, last night, uh, I, I attended the event here for uh, Nima Vidati's uh, Guns, Guns and Weed. Yeah, and at the very end of the documentary, m- right? And at the very end of the movie, they uh, had a little message where they're like, "If we've been found, uh, you know, of." Uh, apparent suicide or an overdose or any of these things it's like there was a government agency no, involved we didn't do it yeah we didn't do it so i thought that was really interesting i it would seem more to me like uh, as far as henry's question uh, would the police set up somebody to die at one of these festivals pretty unlikely what's more likely is the cops really dig raiding these things like they wouldn't want to shut yeah. them down permanently they like going in there. Remember the Utah rave yep. uh, video from years ago where the cops came in with, like, paramilitary uniforms. They flew in a helicopter. You know, they, like, paratrooped into this rave, and they went in there and just scared people to death, and they aggressed against folks, and they you know, trampled people, and it was just absolutely horrifying. They have a big problem with people who dance. Yeah, they yeah they do. It's people having fun. They, well, uh, you can't have fun without asking permission first. People under the age of twenty one are uh, considered criminals um, in general, and especially people that might be you know there's there's a certain drug culture wrapped around the dance culture in raves, and cops hate that. Um, you know, they're not in control. They don't like not being in control. Yeah. So I would say they're much more likely to uh, to continue raiding rather than have some sort of diabolical plot to shut down all raves for the future. <laughs> Uh, by the way, if you've been a victim of an injustice, say like uh, uh, police raiding your uh, party, and then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive, Jurisdictionary.com is the course for people who don't have attorneys that arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know their rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney. And the four-CD course is so easy, the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. Visit Jurisdictionary.com, get some free stuff, and then uh, place your order over at Jurisdictionary.com. There's more free talk live coming up in moments from Porkfest 2011. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Talk Live. Moments remain in this particular edition of the program, but if you didn't get in tonight, never fear. Uh, we'll try to sneak in in the remaining moments at 800-259-9231. Still enough time for you and your thoughts as we broadcast live from this, the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011 edition. And we'll be doing this one more time tomorrow night, the final night of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's been running all week long. We've been here all week, and it's been an absolute blast. I'm glad we came up Oh sure. from Monday on. Yeah, yeah. It's totally worth it. So, uh, Mark, you still want to tell us about this libertarian poll thing, and we'll get to that, but we've got Bill on the line in Ohio listening to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hello, Bill. 
You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello there. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Bill? Well, I'm a truck driver, and I run East Coast, West Coast. And if we want to make a statement about such as gasoline prices and so on and so forth, uh, people could quit traveling so cotton picking much. I mean, we, we've got people who just act, you know, $3 and a half gallon of gasoline, and people are still out here driving just how like it uh, was a 99 cents. Take your vacation. Take your vacation, but stay at home. Take your day, you know, on the weekends, especially New Jersey, New York City on the weekends. First thing they're trying to do on Friday afternoon is get the family out of the city. Yeah, Maloney. yeah, they often you do know, that. Uh, you know, I, think, I, I think it's a good idea that people, you know, save their money and, and vacationing at home is a better way to do that and certainly spending the money on, on gas. But I, I can tell you when it comes down to grandmas wanting to see grandkids, that, isn't, that is not going to stop. Well, it's going to have to stop because if it's, you know, if you don't have money to put in the gas tank to even go to work, you're not even going to be able to do, do that. Well, the grandmas will come to the grandkids. I mean, this is the reason they put uh, their money away, to, you know, from working all those years is so that they can, you know, th that's the most important thing in the world is being able to uh, see your family. And I suspect you're, I just, I can't imagine anything that's going to make that stop. Well, now, what Bill is saying is happening. I mean, people so, yeah, are, they are, people are cutting sure. back yep, on yep. how often they travel. Uh, people are more likely to stay home in a down economy during a vacation. People are making very, you know, very specific choices about when they shop. For instance, they will, uh, you know, they will build their shopping all into the same day. They'll go to the the grocery store. They'll go yeah. to the department store. They'll hit one after another, so they can only they only have to make one loop around town. That way, they'll plan their trips. People start getting smarter about how they uh, they spend their gasoline when the economy gets a little more difficult. When gas prices go up, uh, people change their behavior. So those things are happening. Well, it needs to happen a lot more because, like I tell you, you know, I run East Coast, West Coast, and I am still seeing the, you know, I have to be out here because I have to deliver goods to the consumer, that, you know, and that's my, that's my job. But people are moving uh, back and forth across this country. You know, when you're in Texas and you see some plate from Virginia, or when you're in California and you see somebody from uh, Colorado, you know, and, you know, just numbers of cars and everything. You want to make a statement, stay home, take your vacation at home, and then all of, you know, we're not selling, oh, these convenience stores, hey, what's happening? We're not selling gas. Uh, motels are saying, hey, we're not getting the people. Then they start, you know, then that's a bigger stick coming at D.C. sitting there saying, hey, we're not getting our normal stuff, normal travel here. It seems We're like a it seems like a real stretch. I mean, I see where you're coming from, and it's true that if people don't buy as much there'll gasoline, there'll be downward pressure on the market. That's, right, that's, it will uh, lower prices. But I want DC the heck out of gasoline, and and frankly, I think that uh, what we have is an immoral price of gas, and it's immorally low because um, the, the fact is that oil companies receive subsidies from the government to look for oil. They receive. Uh, Subsidies in the form of security in the Middle East. Um, you know, I mean, the, there are American oil companies in Iraq right now that weren't there 10 years ago because the United States military went in and whooped the heck out of uh, Saddam Hussein. And that costs a lot of money. And, uh, you know, th these things 
these things are, in fact, they're immoral. The government shouldn't be involved in setting the prices, uh, whether it's higher or lower, as far as gasoline goes. Bill, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. Uh, 800-259-9231. We're at Porkfest, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the 2011 edition. Uh, Mark, give us a recap real quick on this uh, libertarian uh, poll, the CNN poll, where they've asked folks two questions. Uh, one question was essentially that uh, one group of people believes the government needs to lay off Another group believes the government should be more involved in our lives. Which one are you more likely to agree with? And then the second question was what? Two questions. Yeah. Um, some people think the uh, government should promote traditional values in our society. Other pe- others think that the government should favor any um, it should not favor any particular set of values. Which comes closer to your own view? And so this is basically a questions uh, questions regarding the sort of social social and economic views mm-hmm. of libertarianism, which is you know government hands off. And basically, these uh, you know the respondents have become more and more libertarian since uh, 2002. They were at the 80 um, number here. They've got some kind of ranking system. Basically, it goes from 80 in 2002 on up to about 113 in uh, 2011. So Americans becoming significantly more libertarian as time goes by. What does the 80 mean? What does that, what it's, does that it's, number it, represent? It's additions between the um, the poll of the the, the percentiles of the uh, social and the economic views. The economic Americans are a little more economically uh, liberal, or excuse me, libertarian than they are socially libertarian. But if you add both of those together, they come up into uh, you know hundred. So what you're saying is that uh, about what fifty? I'm looking at the the graph here for the breakdown. It's about sixty-two percent uh, are you know libertarian on economic issues, socially mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, economically conservative, and about fifty um, percent are. Uh, Socially liberal. And there's been an uptick since uh, 2002 in both of those categories, that's is correct. what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's pretty useful information, yeah. and uh, we're going to see more of The same of that. thing we've been saying all along is the ideas of liberty are, se- are setting fi- you know, brush fires in people's minds. And yeah, this is happening, sense. and there's evidence here to support it. And there are ways to do that uh, by reaching out to folks with great liberty-oriented media. Now, Free Talk Live is one way to get into people's ears through the, the venue of talk radio. But cartoons are another way uh, to do it. We've got a gentleman here with us uh, from Liberation Animation. His name is Dan. And, uh, Dan, good evening. Uh, welcome to Free Talk Live. Thank you. So uh, tell me what Liberation Animation is all about. Um, well, I've been a medical animator for about 12 years. And, a medical animator? Medical animator, okay. yeah. So trying to uh, improve the quality of life in respect to health for human beings. But then mm-hmm. once you get the principles of liberty, you realize well, if you improve liberty... You can improve the aspects of virtually all aspects of human life. So I also just had enough of just witnessing the state crimes and the arrogance of the state. So eventually, even though I didn't have enough time, I decided to do it anyway. And I developed a short clip on non-aggression principle. And I plan to uh, develop a series of animations um, just about two and a half minutes long, post them online, YouTube, and have them spread via Creative Commons license to uh, anyone and anyone who's Willing to watch something similar to Family Guy or Jib Jab cartoon with entertainment value, but something that does not beat around the bush, something that you know lasers in on a principle of liberty or economics. So, Liberation Animation is where one can go on uh, YouTube to see some of this. And okay, yeah, I have seen this—the non-aggression principle oh, one good. with the the cute little penguin uh, character. Yeah, it's actually a puffin and a loris, puffin. but that's okay. Darn it, uh, <laughs> puffins, penguins—you know, black only white, the puffins beaks. care. 
so uh, what else is up there? Is that the first? That's the first video, pretty much. That is right? the first video, and I did it mainly myself. Pretty much just borrowed a melody of uh, "Whiskey in the Jar," an old Irish jig. But I'm here at Porkfest meeting all these wonderful people with talents and specialties, and I um, can't wait to get back and start collaborating on the next one. Neat. What do you uh, got? What do you have in mind for uh, the next? Uh, Something on private property, um, but taking suggestions right now and sifting through them and. You know, narrowing in on what we're going to do. So have you test marketed this? I mean, have you shown it to young people? Clearly, animation is going to appeal more towards uh, younger uh, folks. And, Does and it? I, I, well, I would think so. I mean, like, yeah. Kids I mean, like cartoons. I wouldn't uh, I w wouldn't dispute that. No but. doubt. Gen X, I mean, certainly is uh, – Gen X likes, uh, likes cartoons too. I mean, I, I agree with Just, you. Uh, but uh, cartoons are certainly – Everybody likes cartoons, I think. Kids I mean, are yeah. going to be more likely to appreciate animation than, say, Harry Brown talking to a, a video camera or Ron Paul. I'll, I'll uh, concur so with you on that. I think it's going to be a more effective way to bring young people in. And the non-aggression principle video from the portion I watched, which was a good portion of it, uh, was it was it was stopping down to define long words, and so it mm -hmm. seemed to be something that was targeted towards a younger audience. Yeah, originally I was gonna I was designing the characters to be for little kids, you know, to teach them concepts that they should learn as a child. But then I decided teenagers are really developing their you know life views and questioning what they've been taught before, and uh, I'm going for a little more edgy humor in mm -hmm. the next one and targeting teenagers on up to any age beyond Great. that. By the way, uh, 4,000 views, not too shabby uh, yeah. for you know your first outing. So that's great. People obviously sharing this around on Facebook and social networking, etc. So where can our audience go to, to view it? Just go on, just search for Liberation Animation on uh, Google. LiberationAnimation.com is the website. You just search it on YouTube, you'll find those animations there. So Good let's stuff. get that 4,000 to uh, 8,000. That'd be great. Dan, thanks for coming on Free thanks Talk so Live tonight. Good to see you here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. The 2011 edition, we are done for this evening. There's one more show remaining from Porkfest 2011. We'll do that tomorrow night for our live Saturday show. You can join us then online in the meantime at freetalklive.com and join us in person at Porkfest 2011. Go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keen. Keen is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keene is also the undisputed liberty media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, and more, all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, free books, a forum, and activist tools you can download and use in your area at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com.